All right, now it's time to talk about our brand new sponsor, Peloton. Jason, ah. you're a big Peloton guy, right? I am a big Peloton fan. Everyone loves them. One of my favorite things to do is walk on treadmills. So I'm, I've been chopping at the bit for this tread. Is this real? I swear to God. Kylie and I ordered it probably a month ago. That a boy. Way to pump it up. Yeah. Well, 92 percenters, whether you're like Jason and trying to get in shape during retirement or just trying to add a new challenge to your training, spring is the best time to get started. Just in time for summer, baby. Warmer days are coming. How about that? That's right. Peloton's varying class lengths allow you to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add 10-minute core session at the end of your metrics-focused class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your goals. And there's also a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, marathon training, all created to grow your skills. Plus, Peloton Entertainment lets you work hard while you watch harder. Catch all of your favorite teams and streaming options like NBA League Pass while you power up your training. How about that? Get a head start on the summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. They are running out of these things. Selling like hotcakes. You're not going to lose with one of us? You're no, only going I, with the winner? I have already won, dude. You've won what? I'm on the most popular <laughs> podcast in sports. With my That's son. right. Number one sports podcast have, in the world. I have I've already <laughs> won. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to New Heights, the Jukes Original Show presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment and brought to you by our friends at Fireball. Hey. <laughs> that cinnamon delight. How about that? We are your hosts. I'm Travis Kelsey. This is my big bro, Jason Kelsey, out of Cleveland Heights, Ohio, that Northeast Ohio baby. Uh, also, Cincinnati Bearcat alum. Uh, follow the show on all social media platforms at New Heights Show. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you find your podcasts. This is an absolutely incredibly special show for the fans. Uh, Jason, why don't you tell them why? Yeah, I mean, we've uh, talked about having both of these individuals on all season. We've had tons of requests from our fan base to have both of these two on. And in light of the current situation in which Travis and I will be playing against each other in this upcoming Super Bowl, it appears that the entire country might want to hear from these two. <laughs> that leads us to our first guest, which is, first of all, the maker of the best dinner rolls of all time. Mm. And uh, everyone knows her as the first mom with two sons playing each other in the Super Bowl. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you our mother... The lovely Donna Kelsey. Hey, hey, How's mama! <laughs> mama! Thank you, you for doing? joining us, mom. How you doing? Good, good, awesome. Yep, awesome. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, we're gonna start uh, with a segment that we do every show. I'm sure you've heard it now. Do you listen to our show? Absolutely. <laughs> oh man, that's not yes. good, Trev. We got to clean it All up. Right. Yeah, we got to clean it up. Sorry, mom. Right. We we got we got bad vocabulary. We got to clean it up. We got to represent well, you way better. Hey, you, you learned it from me. Well, we're going to start. <laughs> You're a saint, Mom. Don't you tell anybody that. We're going to start with the first segment uh, that we start with all the time, which is new news. New news. New news. Yes. There she did it. She's a natural. She's a natural. There we She's go, right Mom. On, right on cue. Right on cue. <laughs> all right. Thanks new news. We are still the number one sports podcast in the world. <laughs> we're actually... It's the number one podcast on Apple. Uh, we're, we're starting to do some amazing things. Thanks to you guys, all of our supporters you guys. and listeners. Uh, this show is taking off. 
It might be boosted a little bit by the Super Bowl, but uh, let me tell you, it's been great all year long, and we can't thank the support enough. The first thing we're going to get to with new news is the Reddit page. We asked you guys on the last episode to get the show's Reddit page going because it is buns. Uh, Unfortunately, did too good of a job. We now have, (laughs) I, I don't know, we now have New Heights Podcast and our New Heights so we'll leave it up to you guys, uh, but let's pick a name and merge these two, please. Uh, do we have a preference? Do you like sub subreddit? Mom, do you know what Reddit is? Yeah. All right. Do you like subreddit New Heights podcast or sub subreddit New Heights more? Uh, I like the second one, New Heights more. It's just New Heights? I like New Heights more too. What New do you Heights. think, Trev? Because it's not just a podcast. Like we also have the YouTube deal. We yeah, have, it's a show. Yeah. It's a show. It, it, it's become a, a a thing outside of just podcasts. So I like New Heights. Mm-hmm. All right, that settles that. Right, right. Uh, I mean, unless the fans disagree, I mean, yeah, you guys are it's, it's, ultimately it's up to the fans. Uh, and speaking of the fans, we're going to talk about the fan base names. I mean, are we ever huh? going to figure this thing out? We've been well, we've been gonna, juggling for about a year. We're going to get mom's opinion here, and then we're going to throw it to a vote. Um, I think mom has got great intuition, obviously. Um, mom, we've been trying to figure out what the fans, what to call the fans of New Heights all year long. Right? Yeah. Uh, we have an insane amount of emails, and I think these seem to be the finalists. Okay. We have A, 92 percenters, mm-hmm. B, the hooligans, mm. C, the newbies, the newbies, or four, and this is thanks to Travis uh, uh, desecrating a public official. Uh, we have, I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, the jabronis. Oh, what do you think? A, B, C, or D? Which one's your favorite? I I kind of like D. You like the jabronis? <laughs> You're yeah. a jabroni fan? Yeah, yeah. You're you're in support of Travis shaming a public official? No, we're all kind of silly. You have to go and look what the Urban Dictionary says about jabroni and what it is. What do, what oh, is yeah. a jabroni? Does Class anybody is know what a jabroni session, is? Ladies and gentlemen, classes in session. Do you know what a jabroni is? What's yes. a jabroni? It's basically a fool. So that's a fool. <laughs> that fits. That fits really well, actually. If that's the actual definition of jabroni, uh, we are definitely jabronis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That fits too well. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, there's mom's pick. Trav, what's your pick? Um, man, there's just something about the 92 percenters and just, you know, just making this thing up as we go and kind of being right on point. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, I th- I, I and, feel- and I feel like that's just kind of like how all this really began, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think the 92 percenters kind of fits with the show. It's just kind of fly by the seat of your pants, having fun making stuff up that's that's right enough it's close <laughs> enough all right yeah. um but in lieu of mom's definition of the jabronis that's pretty if good. jabronis does actually mean essentially just fools um i think that's a pretty good one for the show too so uh i think both of those are probably my two front runners but as always, it doesn't really matter what we think because we're going to take this to a fan it's vote. It's up to the people, man. Yeah. yeah. We, we are, we're, we're part of the democracy, brother. We're Americans. We're all Americans. Well, not everybody listening. There's actually quite a few international listeners now. I've been and catching. thank you guys yeah. for tuning in. Well, we're going to take this to the democratic process and take it to a vote. And uh, we're going to get to the bottom. Finally, 
as to what we will refer to the fans of New Heights. To the polls. To the polls right. we go. Very good. All right, Mom, it's time. Yes, all right. Your interview is, is here. Okay. I've been waiting to get you for years. Okay. <laughs> all right, now. Mom, time to get to what everybody's been waiting for. Yes. And uh, this isn't a real interview. This is just a mom talking to her two sons no, about no, no, playing no, no. in this the biggest game ever. Mm-hmm. We don't really know how to conduct interviews. I'm, we, you did <laughs> go. You do have a broadcasting degree, so you could probably do a better job conducting yeah. the interview. Um, so I we'll, guess uh, it, let's, if, start, wait, let's start it right there. Mom, you do have a broadcasting degree. Do you have any coaching I points do. for yeah. how Travis and I are on the show? Not really. You guys are doing a fantastic job. All right, there we go. All right. Knew it. You're she nailing it. She taught us, every, <laughs> taught us everything we needed to know already. But yeah, this is just us ch- uh, talking and having a conversation. We're gonna we're gonna get into some fun stuff. But first, the first segment that we wanted to get into: Super Bowl questions that we have to ask. Um, how's the last week been for you? You've been on the Today Show. You've bounced around. You uh, the ups and downs of Sunday. Really, just the ups and downs of my game because Jason had a walk in the park. Um, how's the last week been for you? Oh, man, it's been so exciting. I mean, you know, not to mention just uh, having two games, you know, on the same day that means so much that even to both of you, it was just absolutely crazy. So um, (laughs) just nuts and trying to get from the link to a bar to see you and make sure that we saw Jason's ceremony. You know, that was the hard part, too. So um, but uh, thanks to uh, Philadelphia police worked out really well <laughs> philly so, police gotta yep. love them god bless them did you uh did you go down on the field for the jason's game no no i didn't have credentials Riley no, uh, and the jason, girls came down. you did it there's only so many people that are allowed on the field that's what they say until mama kelsey's not... there no there's no way they're denying happens. you the field mom Travis, yeah. you you complain enough until they give you more credentials and i just i don't have the complain? energy yeah I don't you'll, have to complain. I just have to go to the, just go to the people with the credential like controllers and just be like, "Hey, my mom's trying to get down. Can I get a credential for my mother?" Oh, of course. Well, here's the thing. I couldn't. <laughs> but you do that. You do that. You do that beforehand. You don't do it in the middle of the thing yeah. when you're up on the stage. You're right. You're right. Honestly, nobody, nobody that was uh, at my game came down on the field because I didn't give out any credentials. <laughs> So you guys got me red-handed. I really I don't yeah. do this. Well, here's the problem. We only had a small amount of time. The NFL, in their infinite wisdom, decided to put both games back-to-back. Mm-hmm. So we literally, there was no time. I We were lucky enough that we could see a ceremony mm-hmm. and uh, or the back of a ceremony. He was facing the other way. But yeah. – um, it it just uh, it was just one of those things. It's just uh, we wouldn't have been able to stay anyway. No, it's all good. It was adorable seeing Jason on the field with the girls, anyways. Absolutely, that was the cutest thing. It was just so cute. Were you rooting for this specific scenario to happen, where both Travis and I won? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I wanted both of you guys to uh, to get into the Super Bowl, and you I wanted just to see one of us is... lose a Super Bowl. I get it. What? You know, basically what it is, is I, I really wanted just pure joy. The first two Super Bowls, the ones that you were in, it was like tense. We wanted you to win so badly. It meant so much to get that one under your belt. This mm-hmm. one is just going to be pure 
joy, pure fun, and you know, we don't, it's just going to be, you're both in there. How can it get any better than this? It's going to be the best, the best day ever. Uh, except for when you were born. Both of you guys were born. That, that's, oh, it can't get any better. Thanks, Mom. Yep. Be the you best want day ever for you. It's going to yeah. be one of the worst days yeah. for Travis around. One we of don't us. know which one yet. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. I got, I got, a, I got something that would probably make the day a lot go better a lot more than, than just you know being in the game. You know, um, yeah. maybe a few touchdowns, maybe a, a win. That'd be pretty sweet. What do you think, Jason? If you won, it would not be sweet. It would be terrible. No. Um, yeah. Right. yeah. No. I hope you don't win. Of course, That's mom. You said that you're rooting for. You. You're, you said you're rooting for offenses. Yeah, I am going to be screaming the entire game. Whoever has the ball, I want it to be the highest scoring Super Bowl ever in the history Ooh, of Super Bowls. Making but records. Who are you, Let's but do who it. Are you who are you actually rooting for? <laughs> I'm rooting for the offense. I can't. Not a, I can't no, pick. No, 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 no. You, you, well, you can't say that either. That's that's a half in answer. You're half half committed. I can't you do root that. For a team. I, sorry, I'm I'm gonna have both jerseys, half jerseys on. I'm rooting for both teams. That's all. What do I tell to Fletcher it. Cox? Fletcher's gonna be very upset with your answer. Tell him that I'm fifty percent with you guys. Yes. Fifty fifty. <laughs> 50-50. Are you going to be rocking the 50-50 Kelsey jersey that oh, yeah. I got you? That, that yes. I got you? That Jason didn't get you? That I got you? That uh... He was really upset the first time we all played, you guys played each other, because I was coming at, at him and the 87's on the front. Mm. And so I had to turn around real quick because I could tell he was pissed. He didn't know. He didn't know. <laughs> I don't get upset. I don't. Um... <laughs> what? <laughs> You know what was really sweet, though? Cheryl Bosa, Nick yeah. and um, Joey's Joey. uh, what, uh, mother, mm -hmm. she texted me, and she was just so sweet. And she said, nice. being a mom of two NFL players, I just want to wish you the best. And uh, so oh, I'm sure that nice. wasn't true because her son was playing against my son. But it was well, sweet that no, she did that. She, I'm sure she meant it. She, I know she, she did. It. I know well, she how did. How did she, she get your did. number? There's like there's a there's a is there an underground a, committee of moms a, that have you know each other's numbers? There's an NFL mother union. No, no he, you know it? what? She saw me tweet my jersey, um, and so she um, for the forty. Slid into your DMs. Um, I don't I don't know, but I all I know is she said this is Cheryl Bosa, and you know we just chatted. Nice. It was will really tell, nice. Will you tell I Cheryl, really appreciated we, it. We're big. We're big. Uh, How fans do you of know the it was Cheryl Bosa? How do you know it was Cheryl Jason? Bosa? Stop interrogating mom. You well, I'm just saying this is online. <laughs> you, did, was she verified? It was her picture. So somebody could have photoshopped that, but who knows? But no, I think it was really her because she came back to me the other day and just said, good luck. And uh, so it was sweet. <laughs> this guy's out of control. Time out. We got to get back to the rooting. Okay. Yeah. We got to get back to this. You've said in the past to both of us that you root for me because I've given you grandkids. I've always known that you root for Travis. <laughs> Who do you actually root for? Okay, I have a question I Let's for put you. it this way. Let's put it this way. Let's it. put it this way. In this one, you, you have the luxury of rooting for offenses. In okay. a battle to the death, me versus Travis, who are you rooting for? Okay, if you hot have seat. a battle, if you, are, if you are on a boat and you're in the middle of the ocean, who would you save, me or your father? Who would I? I would save you. Just fucking threw it That's right easy. In your I face. would save you in a heartbeat. Yeah. There's no yeah. question on that. 
Who would you save, Trev? I was, man, you know what? <laughs> Dang, damn it. Um, I mean, mom, but I'm feeling bad for dad. Damn it. Go ahead, mom. Of course I feel bad for him. I don't want dad to die, but I have to make a choice. It's not <laughs> a, it's a, in, in, in these types of scenarios, you have to make a decision. Mommy if you don't act me. quick enough, you're going to lose both of them. You got to, you, you don't have the choice. <laughs> All right, mom, answer the question. Who are you saving? Life or death? Life or death. I don't. I can't. I can't. Make Re- a remember that if I'm you not going to say it. I'm not going to. Remember, say it. if you, you choose it, me, if you choose me, just know that both Wyatt and Elliot will grow up without a father. That's. <laughs> I got to start breeding. I got to start breeding. Please All do the not. breeders out there. Wait, wait till you find the right find, person. Find the right person. I'm going to have. Yes. A, I'm going to find a breeder, and I'm going to get kids so that mom can love me again. I love you. It doesn't say that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Mommy, who are you talking to after the game first? Are you going to stay for the parade? Are you going to go down on the field no matter who wins and and congratulate the winner? Or are you going to find uh, the loser well, in the? I I will be on the field for you, Travis. Uh, Jason will have his family on the field, so no, I won't be on the field for Jason. Is that why you're rooting for Travis? Mm. I didn't say Should've that. Got her oh! credentials, Jason. I can Should have got her oh, credentials. Oh my goodness! Oh no. my goodness! Yep. You know why? Because I go the extra mile to get mom credentials. Okay? <laughs> you say, oh, all right, three. Yeah, no, nobody else. You out. You're cool. You're cool. You gone. She was trying to get to your game, Travis. That's the only reason she didn't get credentials. I knew that we were speeding her over to the Chiefs TV. <laughs> For sure. What else we got? Uh, did you know, mom, that there is a petition going out um, trying to get you to be the honorary coin flip yeah, for the her. start of the Super Bowl? Yeah, to do that means flip. you would come. Mom, have you ever coin flipped? No, that's my big. Que- <laughs> that's my big concern. Honestly, is I just don't know. Have you ever? Can you? When's the last you've never done it ever? Uh, yeah, I have. But here's the thing: there are so many legends and people that have that have their blood, sweat, and tears on that field. And for a mom that's never played football, I don't think that's the right place for her to be. I think you're discounting moms of, think, yeah. of every you're player a legendary who's ever mom right here. Well, here's here's a I don't know if I would All be a distraction. Would I be a distraction out there for you for you guys? No. That's no. what I would worry no. about. Because you've always told me since you were little, don't you ever come out on the field. I don't oh, yeah. care well, if you have a broken yeah. foot or what, it's dad. Don't you come running out there. <laughs> Did we say I do that? remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. Remember You're that. like, don't you come out there? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's- the only thing I remember from growing up with, uh, very vividly, was when my I was wearing a cup in hockey and it was oh rubbing me gosh. really bad. So I took it out in the middle of the game and threw it to you in the stands because yes. who doesn't throw their cup to their mom? Yeah. It's like. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about mid. Play. The puck is in play, and, and Jason sudden, is going down the hockey pants, Kareem, and hucks it like a grenade over the wall. Yeah, yeah. And my mom's yeah. on the receiving end, just catching it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, I did catch it, but here's the: th- you were, um, you immediately were ejected from the game. Not ejected from the game, but you were made to get off the ice. Because you have to have a cup to be on the ice. So they made you get off and go back in. Is that but true? The, 
Yes, but the problem is, is that they, you they never checked me for cups. How would they know? Don't, don't you remember them <laughs> knocking you to see if you it. had it? I don't yeah, think don't, that's. Don't you remember I, that? I think I got ejected because I probably like hit a kid in the head or something. Like that. No, I don't think it was of my no, cup. you didn't have the proper. That was the second. I, that was the second one. The first one was the cup. That was the first uh-huh. personal file. The second personal file was because you probably cross-checked the kid in the child. Right, let's get back to the coin flip. What yeah. so are you not are you you you, you get to If America ejected. voted on it, would you flip the coin? Yes or no? I would if the two of you say that it will not be a distraction to you. It will be a distraction to me. Nope, that you'll in. be focusing on the, you know, game. Yes. You're in. Oh, there's I'll so tell many Roger. other things. I'll tell Roger. I'm, a, I'm an expert focus. I'll call him up. You have his phone number? Nope. <laughs> I don't. I think uh, well, if you watch that Bengals game, you might have his number. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, uh, growing up, Kelsey. <laughs> let's go. What's the Donna Kelsey story? Where let's let's go. We got to move pretty quick because we can't be here too long. But yeah. where where did you grow up? Oh, like yeah. you know, I grew many, up. Uncle yeah. Don, Grandpa, yeah. Mom, all the, the whole nine. Yeah, I uh, grew up um, in the East Side. Of, well, really, the inner city, Cleveland. Um, you know, mm-hmm. right downtown. Um, Small house, grandparents lived upstairs, Don and I were downstairs, we shared a bedroom, it was a small two-bedroom apartment, and uh, we grew up there until we were, we were four, and then moved out to the Burbs, uh, I mean fourth grade, sorry, and then we moved out to the Burbs, and uh, my mother was very, very ill, uh, the doctor said that maybe, you know, putting her into a different um, environment might help her a little bit, but she uh, passed, so... My brother and I uh, lost our mother when I was about, uh, I think I was 12 and he was 10. So anyway, but you know, things, things happen. Well, you found, he married you found, a wonderful. I was about to say, you yeah, found an say, angel we, we, as we a, got a as, great grandma. As we he know. married a wonderful human being named Mary Blaylock. And she uh, raised both Don and I. And by the grace of God, if we didn't have her, I don't think we would have made it through. So she's just a lovely lady. Wish she was with us, but she's not. And it was just, a, it was just, it was awesome. And I feel so fortunate that I was raised by her. So it was very cool. After oh, yeah. after high school, you mm-hmm. went on to college yes. to get an education. Were you the first person to graduate from college? Out, it, like, did Grandpa go to college? No, he was no. there for one year at OU. Yeah. but um, he married my mother. OU, right? Yeah, he did for one year, but he married my mom, and uh, so they, you know, just uh, went back to Cleveland and stuff so, like that. Do you think that one of the things that motivated you to go to college was Grandma Mary? coming into the picture of grandma Murr because she was in education. Absolutely. And she talked my dad into it because he was very much chauvinistic. So he thought that I should go to, um, you know, like secretary school or something like that. It was typical. We're going to get to that in a second. Yeah. 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 So anyway, he just basically um, said she's not smart enough to go to school. And my mom says, well, how is she going to catch a man? did he know. (laughs) 
Little did he so know. He sent me to go get married. That's what he did. So, so let's get back to the this. Well, I guess this will lead into Grandpa being chauvinistic again. But yeah, you. So you were an excellent athlete growing up, Uncle Don, yes. your brother, yes. who played football at Purdue. Yes. Uh, our uncle uh, was an extremely uh, talented athlete himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always says that you would be able to beat him in a race. And how <laughs> uh, there's legends fast. of Donna Kelsey's athleticism. I'm not <laughs> making this up for multiple people. Multiple. Yeah. Um, what did you play sports growing up? We already know the answer, but we're just for well, everyone it was, listening. Yeah, it was before Title IX, so we really didn't have the infrastructure for women like there is today. But mm. um, I did. My father didn't want me being on the. Um, track team so i snuck away and Ooh. went on my own sneaky flanker <laughs> this is where you get your flanking from travis <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i this I is also where i get the the ability to not listen to my dad and don't, <laughs> <laughs> not listening and flanking yeah but don't say no i went ahead and i went to uh, mr sites and he did the track team during the summer and I joined the junior Olympics and I won several medals for running, <laughs> high jumping. And uh, it was, and the fact, the surprising thing was the actual Olympics in Cleveland were being held in Cleveland Heights at the ah. high school. There. Isn't so that you, a neat so you, segue? So, so that was at, that, you, you won all those I gold medals there. running at Heights? Yeah. And I, I was on channel eight, you know, so. Wow. wow. Yep. If, WWS. Yeah. Laid the groundwork on the Heights field for us. For the Kelsey. There you go. So grandpa was not in favor of you playing sports no. is or going to college. No. But despite your own father not supporting you, you went and did it anyways. Yeah. And that that was a lot because of what Grandma Murr kinda fueled you with, right? Yeah. Because yeah, Grandma Murr she, played field hockey in college, right? She did. Yeah. She did. She was also an athlete and but um the what I it's just um you know he supported me once I actually got to college he paid for my yeah. education so I can't uh you know he he warmed up to it and yeah. he Was, actually wasn't there on the come up but once you proved it you were, yeah, he was on yeah. it yeah he was okay he just had preconceived notions sometimes you have to prove people wrong right guys yeah <laughs> mama <laughs> all right now <laughs> so you went to college four years at OU right yes. And you obviously got a communications degree. I did, yeah. But yeah. despite that, you don't and go into communications. You, yeah. you went into a uh, illustriously long career in banking. Yeah, it was weird. I had to go back to school, get my master's, because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't have all the math skills and accounting skills and things like that. So I went to yeah. BW and, and got that. But then I was okay to be a banker. And it worked out. I worked in commercial real estate. Yeah. Oh, geez, 30 years. I started out in MasterCard, went to uh, foreign um, international, um, and then ended up in um, low-income housing tax credits, which is will make people's eyes roll up in their head. But anyway, <laughs> it's basically every bank needs to support their community. Oh, yeah. And so uh, that's what I did. I built housing for the less fortunate. So, yeah. So somewhere along- deed, mommy. Somewhere along going into banking, uh, mm-hmm. you met Dad. Yeah. How did How did you and Dad meet? I don't even know if I know I, this. Yeah, I really don't even know this, Mom. You're this, this is breaking news. How do we not know this? How? Okay, we were at Fagan's. Yeah, oh, and there's Fagan's. a bar on the, in a bar. the flats. Bar, Jason, bar in the flats. You've never been to Fagan's? I don't think so. 
Don't they sell perch? Yeah. Oh, was, Dad did yes. take me there one time. Fish and yes. chips. Yes. Fish yes. and chips, baby. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yo. So, Yo. so we we just happened to meet there. He came up to me with the illustrious, uh, I guess, pickup line was, "Did you say Joe?" And <laughs> stop it. Stop. <laughs> and it. I no, said no. And he said, "Oh, I thought you said Joe." I said, "Is your name Joe?" And he went, "No, it's Ed." I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, what's yours? But that's okay. Wow. That's what's okay. Yours? We ended up, you know, chatting. You know, the halls were there. I think Browse and even Cece was there. So everybody nice. was having fun after work. That's I was supposed awesome. to go out with a guy that night, and we were supposed to go to a play, and I never made it. Your dad and I talked forever. You stood him up? You stood I that did. guy? I How did. How could you do that, Mom? Sometimes it sucks to suck, man. Yeah, it, it was meant to <laughs> be. It was meant to be. It's just the there. way it was, yeah. I've been there. We all bounced back. He'll be all right. I'm sure he's doing just fine. Yeah. Probably never took another girl to a play, though. <laughs> it was a good play, too. I really wanted to see it. I think so, it was it was Chicago, I think, or something like that. Chicago! <laughs> um, we've, uh, we've talked about this growing up in Cleveland Heights and all the broken windows and the the floors that we went through and all yeah. the holes in the wall and... Yeah. By the by the way, yeah, I have one question for you. Who actually jumped over the couch and landed on it so that the feet of the couch went through our hardwood floors? Oh yeah, that wasn't anyone jumping, mom. That was a power bomb of power the century. Oh, yeah, into Jason. the sofa. Yeah, into yeah. the ground. Oh, okay. into the sofa, and then the sofa yeah. went through the floor. That's yeah. how powerful it was. That was Jason throwing me around like mm. a rag doll. Um, yeah, and we just kind of slid that thing over and made sure you never yeah. knew about it. Yeah, I know. But we found it before we sold the house. But do you, <laughs> we fixed it. But I'm curious, why or how did we never break the television? With as many times as you were throwing a lacrosse ball across the living room, how did it never break? Well, that was the one thing that we cared the most about in our uh, tiny little lives at that point was the TV. We couldn't break the TV. What would we do all day? But yeah. you we, we still, you were still throwing balls, throwing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but we oh. made sure to steer clear of the we TV. Knew, that was, we knew not to touch was, the entertainment. That was what had the yeah. Saved by the Bell and, and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and all the other stuff yeah. that we were watching at the time. We couldn't yeah. break that thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man. Fonzie, you were watching Fonzie. Nick at night. <laughs> Nick at night was a good one. I uh, I haven't met the Fonz yet. Big Kansas City fan now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, a, he's a Patrick Mahomes fan. Let's not well, call him a Kansas I've, City I've fan. Seen him, I've seen him wearing <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs jerseys. I'm just saying, if, if Patrick him, Mahomes played for the good. Raiders, he'd be a Raiders fan. I have no argument. That The picture that I just got of Pat Mahomes playing for the Raiders was fucking disgusting, Jason. Don't ever say that ever again. <laughs> we got um, flash forward. You meet Dad. Marry yeah. him. You yeah. don't have to go down all that. Nobody cares about that. Yeah. What was it like? How? Yeah. I don't know. When did us two come into the picture? How did that? Uh, it was uh, about five years, five years later. We were trying to have kids. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't working for whatever reason. And yeah. I went in and uh, one day she just told me, she says, you're going to have a little one. And I went, whoa. So I knew you were a mistake. I knew you were a mistake. She just said that they were trying to have kids. What do you are? Did you not listen to anything? We were trying. You know, she was trying from this. She was trying for me. You was just like, oh, let's be honest. Let's let's set the the record straight. 
How disappointed were you when Travis became was was announced as a boy? Uh, no, 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 I was not. I, you weren't I, hoping I, for I will, a girl. I will say, be honest. Be yes, honest. Yes, you could be I was honest, hoping Mom, for a girl, okay. but I got one. He's a fashionista. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see where this is going. You two. And I see a where dancer. This is going, you two. And a dancer. And a dancer. Yeah, there's, yes. there's a lot of. So, I see it now. No, no, no. I'm just. I'm just teasing. Um, what was Travis's was, name going? Thanks, to be? I was about was, to say. Was it Tracy? No. No. <laughs> what about? And, Ray, and I have a little thing. You remember you guys were saying that I named him after the fat kid on Overboard. <laughs> that's, yeah. Well, that's what, that's what I thought you named me as. Okay, there was another Travis Ooh. on a. On a, a soap opera at during the day, a soap and that opera? was, and I just had thought he like was the, the most other. gorgeous man in the whole world, and I named Damn you it. after him. So you told <laughs> dad, time out, time. I'm gonna so hold on. So opera? you told dad that you liked the name Travis <laughs> off of a fat little kid from Overboard, but secretly. You had a man crush going on, yeah. and that's who you named him after. Yep, yep. That's so terrible. How could you do that? <laughs> oh, well. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> speaking of dad, okay, so let's. So you, you both raised us. Yes. You, you were married. How long were you guys married? 23, 24 years, something like that. 25 years. It's a long time. Yeah. You eventually ended up divorcing uh-huh. about what? Maybe... 10, 11 years, years ago. You yeah. were just getting like into at the end the, of college. It was like the yeah. end right of at college. the end of college. Yeah. In, so yeah. 12, 13 years ago, probably. Right. So what, why, why do you hate him? I don't hate him. We're still <laughs> friends. We're friends to this that day. Was, that was a great way to, way to put it. <laughs> yeah. No, I we're, know. we're friends. It's just, we're you know, we Jason's get along. With you. We get along great. You know, it's just sometimes people, you know, uh, they move apart. That's all. It's, so you don't regret marrying him? No, no, never. Because I got you two. I wouldn't be here. You know, I wouldn't be on this show if it wasn't for that. So no, we yeah. we both uh, were like a tag team with you two and did all kinds of fun things. When one of you had to go out of town, another person would help the other child. So it was perfect. It was just you got to do whatever sports you wanted. You got to go on all the tournaments. You got to do everything, and it worked out. If there would have been another kid, somebody was going to lose out. Yeah. So it just happened to work out for the best. Well, well, thank you. Uh, yes, yeah. thank you. Thank yeah. you for making a mistake with Jason so that I could be here. Um, and uh, I didn't make we love any you. mistakes. I don't make <laughs> mistakes. Yeah, well, it's because oh. – it's because Jason, Jason turned out not too shabby. There you go. Before we keep going, we need to shout one of our newest shout out partners, Fireball. Ooh, that was intimidating. Fireball yeah. takes any event to the next level, oh, especially yes watching the big game with friends. Fireball's iconic cinnamon flavor tastes fire and goes down easy, making it the ultimate crowd pleaser. That's why it's the number one shot in America. What I really like about the fireball shooters is that there's no shot glass needed. You just crack it open and knock it back. Jason, are you a big fireball guy? I am, because I'm a big fan of just cracking it and knocking it back. Fireball is also sponsoring New Heights' <laughs> big game party on February 9th in Scottsdale, Arizona, and you can win a trip there. Go to fireballnewheights.com and submit your effort moment of the year to enter a free chance to win a trip to New Heights' big game celebration in Scottsdale, along with several other great prizes. F it. 
moment of the year. Scottsdale, Kelsey Bowl, New Heights. Wow, wow, wow. <sighs> Tired of trying to find the best deal on tickets? Am I? Want a free $20 discount? All right, now. Well, SeatGeek is the answer. And if you don't trust us, you should just trust the 28 million people that downloaded SeatGeek and made it the number one rated ticketing app. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek. Right now, we have NBA, concerts, festivals, Taylor Swift, Mm. comedy, all on SeatGeek. Okay, so you're throwing Taylor Swift in there. They always want to make sure that you're getting the good deal. You know, SeatGeek, when you're on the app... Whenever you see those green dots, they mean good. The red dots, the red dots mean bad. That makes sense. So use code KELSEY20 for $20 off tickets to SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code KELSEY20. And this part is super important. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. Download that shit, cuh. Yeah, it's good for you. Get that $20, cuh. $20 discount. I got that twenty dollar discount on these Taylor Swift tickets. Mm. Moving on to NFL parents, um, when did you feel like the NFL might really like it might be an actual reality for us? Like, when did you oh, kind of wow. put it together? Was it in high school, college, or were you kind of just sitting there on yeah. draft day, like I don't know if this is actually going to happen? Uh, with well, Jason was the first one, and I know that that was very taxing. We were all hoping so desperately that he was going to get drafted. And, you know, the uh, first round, the second round, the third round, it went on for days. And it just was one of those things that we didn't know if it was going to happen. But I knew you guys were talented. I knew you had the perseverance. I knew that you um, would be able to. It's just you don't know how your children relate nationally. You know that they might be the best kid in your city. They might be the most talented or athletic kid on the college team, but you don't know how that is across the country. And there's a lot of kids that are just as talented as you are sitting on the bench at Alabama, Ohio State. They never get a shot. So it just, it worked out that, you know, all, everything aligned just perfectly on how you were able to play, get on the field, show your talents and show what what uh, passion you have for sports. Yeah, I mean, well, let's, so speaking of kids playing, do you have any advice for other parents listening mm-hmm. who are raising their kid, kids and also have dreams of playing in the NFL? What advice would you give those parents? Ooh, that's a good one, Jason. That's a good one. What do you got, Mom? Okay. The advice that I would give is tell your children that no matter what anyone says, always believe in yourself. Number two keep at it go up to teachers not the parent the child has to do this what do i have to do to get more playing time what do i need to work on the parent cannot do it they cannot be the ones that are on the coaches you know backs all the time it's got to become from the kid the kid has to want it he has to get up enough courage to go ask, this is what I want to do. That's what I want to do. And that's kind of what we tried to instill oh, yeah. with the two of you, that if, you know, if we were at a practice session, go up, go practice with those guys, you know, tell the coach, I want to play more. I want to get better. Um, 
that's we were, basically we were definitely it. we were definitely more curious than a, than a lot of the kids growing up but uh i think we both commend you and you and pops because all of our at least all of my head coaches and coaches on every single sports team that i had especially all the travel leagues and all the community leagues they all said they how much they love you and dad for never complaining to them about playing time or why we're not getting you know certain looks or certain opportunities um, you guys kind of just let us go out there and have fun and our curiosity and our 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 drive to have that fun on whatever playing field it was because we loved playing every single sport growing up um, yeah. that that is at the end of the day what drove us to to where we are today for sure and you feel that yeah yeah for sure and it just you know you just have to but Whatever it is, whether it's sports or music or um, art, whatever your child wants to do, they've got to love it. And mm. if they're not doing what they absolutely love to do, it's not good to push them into something that they just don't like. You got to love this shit, man. You got to fucking love this shit. Did you ever think about steering us in a different direction? Like away from football? Like did you ever see like mm – -mm. Jason doing something non-sports related, like playing saxophone and be like, dude, that's your ticket. No, I, you know, I, I, I just supported what you came to me and said you wanted to do. I, we tried to make sure that you had that opportunity. There was sometimes we couldn't, I don't know whether it was both of you or just one of you said you wanted to go to Canada and be a hockey player <laughs> yeah. and and i'm like i'm not letting somebody else raise my kids i'm sorry <laughs> that would be that would be that would be me it was yeah. uh, i was in a tournament in niagara falls in eighth grade and dad um got approached by a i don't know if it was a scout it's probably a scout from uh junior leagues up in canada just checking out uh talent in this tournament that that we were playing in and we weren't playing the highest level at that time we were playing kind of like community league hockey double a mm -hmm. hockey there was triple a and then there was i think one more division that was like kind of like more uh more talent than, than what was in our league but um yeah they said that uh the the traditional way of trying to get to the nhl is in high school you go and play juniors in canada and um that i looked at that i was like they think i have a chance like i could I could go to the NH like it was like the coolest day of my life. Like, what do they see? They see something in me. I could go be an NHL guy. And Dad looked at me and said, "You, you think that you're going to go to school up in Canada? You can't even go to school in America. You're gonna, you think you're going to listen to some other family tell you to go to school?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, yeah. There's no way." And you're, you're right. Fine. And, and, I'll just yeah. go to Heights. Yeah, and your luck, you would have went to Quebec and you would have had to speak French. Oh, don't you start that one, Bobby. We all know French wasn't my forte. No, it right was now. not. No. Yeah. What do you think we would be doing if we weren't playing in the NFL, both of us? Um, uh, you would be – I'm trying to think of something. Well, I, I do remember the first time you came to me, Jason, when mm. you were a squirt in hockey i know a lot of these stories are hockey but that's a lot of hours on the ice and you came to me and it was the first time you got to hit people and you said mom you were so excited i finally found out what i'm good at i've been searching a lot of soul searching as a squirt but but really i'll tell you i think you 
it's it's in your mindset that whatever you put your mind to, and I think you've proved it this year as in previous years, whatever you want to do, you will be good at. Well, you instilled that in us, mommy. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you tell your side of the uh, the Charles Barkley story? Because it's it's a little bit funnier uh, on your yeah. side. Growing up in Cleveland Heights, mm-hmm. on uh, how yeah. I how I love to tell everybody what my, what I thought my name should have been at the time. Yeah, no, it's just uh, you, I was uh, at the block party. We had block parties in Cleveland Heights because the houses were so close together. Shut down the streets. You get a a um, you know permission from the city hall, and you would put um, um, you know like tables out and stuff like that. Oh, and yeah. we would put yeah. out the basketball you know hoop out in the middle of the street, and kids would just have a blast, and we would eat and everything. And I'm so I'm sitting down and talking to my neighbors. And they're like, and I didn't know them very well because I worked during the day, so I didn't meet some of the moms. But it was like, um, so they said, there's this great kid named Charles. He is the coolest kid. He's so funny and he's really talented. I'm like, really? Who's that? And they're like, he's over there. And I said, what a rapport. You said his name is Charles. I said that's Travis. He went, no, he's Charles. And this has been this is for weeks. You were telling everybody on the street that your name was Charles. So I knew you wanted to be him, and that was something that. Uh, and I said, no, your name is Travis. I know you don't like it, but you will when you get older. It's not a common name. So, CB thirty four man, big Chuck. I still want to be. I still want to be you, Chuck. There you go. I still want to be you. Um, it's been so cool uh, getting to know him, but that story is uh, it's its definitely uh, one of the uh, awkward ones that I, I can always kind of just sit here and be like, yeah, I was just out here blatantly lying about my name. <laughs> what do you uh, What do you think people listening uh, don't know about being a parent that, in the NFL that's kind of interesting? Like do other – obviously you just talked about Miss Bosa or the Bosa's mother um, – becoming uh do you, do you parents like become friends on teams do you guys yeah. team up like that or tell us a little insight on the parents parent life yeah. in the nfl yeah well i'm gonna start with college because it's a whole different oh yeah you uh, got scenario. your bearcat moms you got your bearcat i love moms. my bearcat moms and i still see them today we get together once you know not since covid but we've been getting together for you know a couple of times a year or once a year and I, I miss them terribly. It's a lot of time on the road, going to away games and everything like that. When you get to the NFL, your children are adults and they're dating people and they're married to people and they have their own children. And as much as they like to see you every once in a while, they don't want you there 24 seven. So the one thing that I miss the most is just being able to talk to you. It feels like when you left the house, I didn't know that you would be gone forever. Man. Yeah. I don't think yeah. any of us did. No. And I it's don't just, think any of us did. and don't no. and mom, you're, you're more than welcome to come over here whenever I'm not dating anyone, nor do I have kids. So you can, <laughs> I got a, I got a room for you over here. Whenever you want to stop by. It sounds like you don't need her. I, we need mom. We need mom. You <laughs> say, you say, I'll just, I'll come out to Philly then. Yeah, but no, it's. I think that's the hardest part, and I, I think you guys have found out too, that especially with the podcast, that you've been able to talk to each other more. You're so wrapped up, and yeah. and the NFL is so demanding on a daily basis that there's sacrifices that have to be made. People talk to me, and they're like, oh, you talk to your kids all the time. I'm like, no, 
I don't. First <laughs> off, I said, you know, seriously, you guys get a thousand texts a day. I'm sure there were more the night that you won. Mm-hmm. And yep. how do my texts get through all that? <laughs> they can't, you well, know, like I'm sure you, you don't kinda, even know. You're kind of special. You're kind of one of yeah, the people that we, we respond to. I know, and but you... they get lost. They get lost in the, in all the texts. It's like, I'm sure you don't even know that I, I said I was so excited that you won that night because they don't, got... they don't get lost in the texts as much as they get lost in the drinks that I'm having. <laughs> Because when the drinks <laughs> the drinks are flowing, I'm not really looking at my phone. That's um, true. But I the other thing is is yeah, I'm so privileged to be able to see the world through your eyes, to be able to go to events, to be able to see how you light up people's lives when they talk to you, they take a picture, <laughs> how much it means to people and how genuine you are. And it makes me very, very proud. So I'm I'm okay to give you to the fans. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we love that everybody gets to see it through your eyes these past uh, couple years with uh, all the fandom that and all the fans that you've created for yourself uh, mm-hmm. going on the Today shows and talking about us. It's been fun seeing you mm-hmm. in the limelight as well. Um, how do you and Dad separate or support me and Jason through the? I'm sure everybody always ask me how do your parents split up seeing the games and stuff like that why don't you give them a little insight well i'm a little bit more methodical because i'm a banker so as soon as the schedule comes out in april <laughs> it's a nice way of saying that yes when, I, when, they, <laughs> when the schedule comes out in april i look at all the games find out when all the home games are and i split it up eight for each of you and i just mm-hmm. do it that way this year was tough you were away a lot at the same weekend you were mm-hmm. home and the same weekend. So I didn't get to go to as many games this year as I usually do. But um, I we think made it, I, we made it special I, for you. Yeah, I think I picked all the right games. So it was good. It was it was good. All right. The last question that people have to know mm-hmm. as our mother, do you support signing babies? <laughs> um, dolls, yes. I do you don't support, support signing actual babies. Yes. No, another for the good guys, man. So, in other words, you're in support of us. You're in support of turning down babies. No, you from don't that under- young of an age, yes. just sh- shutting them off. No, I don't think you should ever even put a sharpie on an adult. I'm not into tattooing, so no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sharpies are Mom. not tattoos. Did, did did Travis and I ever do anything? It's defacing your body. No. Did Travis and I ever do anything grosser or more gross growing up as, as babies? Oh, man. Well, you did take a hairdryer one time and hit me over the head and I saw stars. I think Jesus, you were Jason? about... Yeah. I think he was like four months old and he pay, we were sitting on the couch and I had my hairdryer just sitting on the end table and he picked it up and he went, whack! So you got both of us. You got your dad and me with different um, things, so... So no signing babies. All right, that's fine. That's that's just the way I feel. But well, you I know. have a, I have a couple other questions I want to get to. So yeah. uh, a man, I forget what uh, what publication he was with, but uh, he got the Grandpa Blaylock story out of me. Yeah, that's um, okay. Why was Grandpa actually charged with treason? No. And what's the story? What, what can you give us the actual story? <laughs> what reporter got this out of I'm you? I'm trying to remember which one. I think it might have been the Washington Post, or I forget what it was. How did they find this out? Well, they're asking me. They were asking me about the the 
the quote that grandpa gave me mm-hmm. and um oh, and then i gave him a oh. whole background about how they, this guy actually he wasn't a great grandpa but he was a, a great grandpa in the right moment but yeah yeah is that fair to say am i am i generalizing with grandpa? what's okay was grandpa a good person um grandpa <laughs> was what's um wrong? Grandpa was a narcissist. Number one, he named me Donna. So that's that's one check for bad person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he named me Donna, and he named his son Don. So he's got both of his kids named after him. So there yeah. you go. His name but, is Donald Blaylock. Yes. For those of you. So um, anyway, it's one of those things where he was a wonderful human being. He got me to oh, college. God. He paid for it. He he raised. He didn't me. believe in you. You just said he didn't believe in you. No, I know. Eventually, he came around. He came around okay. after you proved it to him. You had to prove yeah. to your own father that you could do something. Yeah. And he, I think he told me when I was 40, he says, I never knew that you would bank it in business. But anyway, this is two check marks in the bad guy category. We got narcissist and not believing in his own daughter. <laughs> but the I'm, reason I'm going to create a tally right now. Jason, bad gotta... grandpa, bad good grandpa. grandpa. I'm waiting for the good. Yeah. Well, anyway, he was a funny person, but uh, All right. we, we I'll, put, I'll, I'll give him. I don't think hey, funny people charming, necessarily charming makes dude. you good. Charming I don't dude. think funny necessarily means good. Yeah. But because he's got so many yeah. in the bad category so far, yeah. I'll give him a check mark for fun. Well, basically what happened was is he was upset because he was a salesman. They weren't selling the product to clients anymore he decided he could do it better so technically it was industrial espionage he was stealing plans that they had already thrown in the trash but he shouldn't have done that it was wrong he got arrested but he was never charged and he wasn't selling secrets to the cia or to russia so no. so he's a thief yes <laughs> well that's all right that's fine i gotta put that in the bad category Mom. No, that's i don't a want check- to what? Why is that a bad thing? A thief? You don't Thieves, steal stealing's things. Stealing's bad. Stealing's bad. Be stealing. This be brings stealing. up a great story. <laughs> God, I'm so glad we got on the the topic of stealing. My brother, I don't even know if you know the story, Mom. Travis and I were walking around. What was the uh, what was the grocery store Zigaras. that we Zagaras? And you know how they had the candy. That was sitting out, and you could put it in a bag. Ladies and, and gentlemen, I am the not the only person finish. that did this. Let this me isn't finish the story, and the the you would weigh it at the end, and you would go and pay for the candy. Yeah, I am walking through Zagara's, and Travis is just taking candy out and eating it right on the spot. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, don't act like you've never done this. I'm like, <laughs> I have never done that. What are you talking about? Well, unfortunately, he's similar to me because I did that when I was a kid too. So well, it sounds I, like you all you you and Grandpa are all in this are all in cahoots. There you go. No, all right. I'm Look at us now. All right. So he wasn't charged with treason. No, no. Well, that's are you good sure? That's good no. to know. No, he never. Well, went he to wasn't. Jail. He wasn't. He never. He was went, charged. He, he never wasn't went convicted. to prison. He never he went to convicted. prison. No. So he was charged, not convicted in a court of law. No. The worst thing that happened was he had his pension taken away. That was about it. So. But he did help out the Russians. I don't think so. Which really, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get political. He did. That's where he sold it from. And not only did he help the Russians, that's where he met uh, Stoya, right? Zoya. Oh, my God. Zoya. Zoya. Yeah. Oh, my well, God. Well, that's another thing. Your father's been married five times. Charming so. man. He's been married Charming five men. times. Charming men. Charming men. Was he, was he, fa- a, was he faithful enough. to all of these w- women? Of course not. He's a narcissist. I'm putting it in the bad category. <laughs> 
Another one in the bad category. And the other is filling up the bad category. Uh, and the other thing was is that he just uh, you had a um, you had a an uncle that was two years older than you, Jason. That's right, James. Yeah, who's now in China? Two years older. Time out. So we've established Grandpa's a thief. Mom's a thief. Travis is a thief. Was James was or not? Was James or was he not charged with treason in Korea? Uh, he it wasn't treason. Well, yeah, they tried. To, they made him leave the country, didn't they? That's because somebody he was a DJ and he was cutting in on somebody's territory. What? Yeah, oh, James is a DJ in yeah. Korea. Yeah, he lost a lot of weight. He became. He a was dancer. over there K popping. He's over yeah, there K popping. That's right. <laughs> he was and so K pop. Yeah. And, yeah. So yeah, he was a DJ over there. So oh he was God. taking people away from another bar, and so this guy went and put. That's uh, not illegal. I've heard nothing that would get you. It is if you're in America. No, in China. he put marijuana in his room. They so came he's a and drug dealer. It. That's <laughs> what they tried to pin on. He's him. an yes. international drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. No. Marijuana, I'm not. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So I'm sure any, it was just marijuana. Though? I don't know what it was. So I'm waiting for more good things from Grandpa's side of the category. Uh, Did he love he, job he was a, he was a good dance. He was a good dancer. <laughs> oh. Very well, good dancer. I did dancer. not know that. Yeah. Very good dancer. That's where Jason gets it. Yeah. I knew it. And uh, but no, there were a lot of good traits. He was he was a good friend to a lot of people. In my high school, there was a girl. Her family could not afford to get her her senior pictures, so my dad paid for her to get her pictures. He thought everybody right. should have their senior pictures. So, so he had empathy. He had yes, empathy. I'll, I'll put that em- in the good category. Yes, he did have empathy. He's still yes. trailing, but I'll put that. He's no. empathetic. Yeah. All right. What? All right. Speaking uh, of, got to say, good athlete because we get our athletic. He was, from, he was a good athlete. Comes down to good or bad person, but you know what? I'll give yeah. it to him. All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, I thought what, we were just uh, naming his positive, positive traits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, all right. That's enough of ragging on Grandpa. He can't defend himself here. No, uh, it's probably not fair. He's since moved on. Yeah. yeah. He was a he was a great grandfather for me at uh, a really important part of my life and. Um, it sure meant a lot. So I, I know he thought Jason, right. Jason, to those who haven't heard the, the story, why don't you give him People it real quick? We haven't told that story here. Uh-uh. No, we have not. Yeah. So how, how often did Grandpa come visit us growing up? Well, he was raising his own child. So I know. I'm just saying. We, we, yeah, we, we barely saw we him. We had an just... uncle that was two years older. Uh, he also lived yeah. in Sioux Falls. Yeah, so, Sioux Falls, South, South Dakota. Dakota. So it wasn't. So what do we see him like? Maybe once a year. We barely ever yeah. saw him. And once or twice it, a year, he tried to come to uh, at least one game of yours a year. He come yep, to a football game. Yep. He would come to uh, to Cincinnati. He he went to a couple of uh, pro. I think uh, um, your first year. I think he made it to uh, the Eagles. So yeah, yeah. Well, he. At, so when I was in high school still, and for some reason he was in town at this very specific moment, uh, and I had just found out that I wasn't, uh, yet, I had received no scholarships to go to like any D1 schools. And um, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life and whether I was going to go and play football in college, whether I was going to go and play lacrosse, whether I was going to go to college at all, to be honest with you, which I think I was going to go to college because mom and dad we're certainly pushing that really hard. 
Um, and Grandpa gave me a little card that had a quote from Calvin Coolidge about persistence on it. Um, and I, for a long time, I had that card wherever I went. Uh, and then one day I got drunk and lost it. Like I'd have most of my Damn questions. It. Like Travis's um, uh, Cincinnati helmet? Correct. Yes. There, there is a pattern there for sure. Um, and what did the, card say? Uh, the, the quote said, uh, nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Untal- oh my gosh. Now you're putting me on the spot. I think it started with education. Yes. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Um, genius will not. The world is full of unrewarded genius. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent persistence and determination alone are omnipotent the slogan press on has solved and always will solve the uh, the problems of the human race uh so a very deep quote for a kid who just wants to play football but (laughs) (laughs) uh it it really hit me for some reason at the right time and um combined with my mom and dad supporting me motivated me to try and play division one college football because I could have gone division two II or three as well, or one double a, but mom and dad really, uh, cause I had some partial scholarships, uh, but mom and dad were very adamant that wherever I wanted to go, they would make it work. We'd find a way to make it work financially, um, to just go and try and play wherever you want. And went to a, a university of Cincinnati visit and fell in love with uh, the Bearcats in the university and decided to walk on there. And I don't know if that would have happened without Grandpa giving me that quote. So for all of his womanizing and thievery and treason, uh, he <laughs> was a great grandpa at one moment. Um, and uh, so thank you, you Grandpa, you wherever you're say, at. You wouldn't be yeah. here without him. Exactly. Um, all right, let's cut away from Grandpa. We got it. We've, we've talked about Grandpa. We're going to get back to Dad because there's a question we want to know. Did you know that Dad was trying to communicate with aliens? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He told me about what he said, though, was that he was sharing his computer juice, whatever you want to call it at that time. He called it juice. He called it computer juice. Yeah. Um, I think it's the hard drive. That's what he was sharing with NASA. With NASA. And they were trying to uh, find, you know, extraterrestrials. And yeah, he told me about it. At the time, what did you think of when he told you this? <laughs> um, you know, I think I, I'm not one of those individuals. At the think- time, at the time, but when he told you that, what was the first thing that happened in your head? I Be said, are, are we being paid for this? How are you not a cop, Jason? <laughs> how are you not a cop, dude? You right. are but the, the funny thing is, now you believe in aliens. Like you I are, do. I don't, I she do. was, she was always on not board with aliens. aliens, not just, she was always on board there. with aliens, not just that aliens are out there. You believe that aliens have been to the, to, to the planet earth. Yeah. To the planet earth. Yeah. They're here, Jason. Yeah. I can't <laughs> believe that we're the only ones in the universe that we're so. I'm with you. you. Know, I do. I, I agree no with way. you on that. I do think that there's aliens out there. I just don't think they've been to the United, to the earth. But last question, mom, this is arguably the most important question that I have to ask. Yes. Um, I've been saying last question for about 10 times, but this is the outro a, right here. This is yeah. the um, real, what the real last question was more memorable. Mm-hmm. Our birth, our draft or our Super Bowl this year. Ooh. 
Is it, oh, no, our first Super Bowl, it says. Oh, our first Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Yeah, man, that's that's rough. Which one do you remember well, the most? Well, well through the births, um, I was so excited. No, your birth was... But you were also drugged. That I wasn't really drugged, but I I um I had a what do you call it epidural or whatever. Epidural. So yeah. yeah, so you're not really drugged, but um, that's fair. You just I mean, can't feel anything. So um, but that's how I play football. Yeah. So anyway, it was. You know, I I don't know. They're all such wonderful things. I each time you win a game or you do something like you, when you played the saxophone on um at uh severance hall anything mm. like that whenever you do something like that it just brings me pride and i cry so you know i'm a cry baby so that is what it is so yeah, you you've I, always made me proud you. Yeah. You, you've always made me proud and uh, you know it's um uh there's a few things that we probably aren't proud of but don't we all have that in our background <laughs> <Yeah>. so uh <laughs> so yeah but uh but, you know, I'm telling you, it you know, to come through what you both have had to come through and have to overcome, um, it may not be as much as other NFL players that have gotten to where yep. you're at, but it still was difficult for children, you know, to get through. It so. wasn't easy. It wasn't no, easy. That's for no. sure. It's, it's, a, um, it's a grind. No doubt. Before about we it. let you go, mommy, we're going to turn the floor over to you, or you can use this uh, communications degree right now. You got any questions Uh-oh. for us heading into the weekend? I think I asked you. Oh, for the weekend. Oh man. Um, what's the one thing you're going to be thinking about when you're singing the national anthem? Oh my gosh, you're going to bring me to tears. That's always when I like I have my like moment of appreciation of yeah. gratitude of just being thankful for all the people that have been in my life and how, man, I'm thinking I'm choking up right now. Yeah. It's just a cool moment to sit there and look at all the fans in the, in the stadium and know that, you know, you're about to go out here doing something so much fun in front of the people that you love and uh, in front of the people that helped you get to where you are in life. And uh, that's, that's what I always think of when I'm, uh, when I'm listening to the national anthem. It's one, my, it's my one moment to reflect on everything and be appreciative and uh, know that you're watching. Yep, that's cool. How about you, Jason? Well, I, I always sing it. Um, yeah, I think it's the same thing as Trav just said. For some reason, it's a very emotional moment. And I think it's because you realize that, uh, you know, all of us being here together as a country and as a group and as a family, like all of these and friends, everyone involved in this uh, allows me to play a sport and a game for a living. And um, you, you realize how fortunate you are and how um, you know, in this together, all of us are. So it's a, it's a, it's an emotional moment for me as well. Um, and it definitely causes reflection. And when it's a game like the Super Bowl, it's just magnified that much more. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think I'm right there with you, Triff. All right now. Very cool. All right now. Well, we're hopping on with dad next. Okay. You got any message you want us to relay to him? No, yeah. not really. Brady? Just see him, see him this weekend, next weekend. Yeah. All right okay. now. See yep. you in the desert. Oh, mommy. Mom, I love Thank you. Thank you. So I much. love you so much. Okay. Can't wait to love see you. you this week in Arizona. Oh, it's going to be pure joy. I mean, I'm going to love that game. I'm not going to want it to stop. That's a problem. Deal. Are we, do we need? Do we need two? Do we need to run this back next year? Just to absolutely run. Run, run right. back. You you both we have to be in the Super Bowl next weekend too. 
Next year. Yeah. Next year? Yeah. You said it. That means you got to play, Jason. You guys are crazy. You got to play. It's official, ladies and gentlemen. Jason is not retiring. Mama Kelso got him to say that he is in on a Super Bowl rematch. Oh, well. All right. Thank you for your time, Mommy. Oh, we'll, you see know, you down, thing, we'll see you down thing, in Arizona. The good thing is, is both of you play each other. You're you're playing each other in Kansas City next year. Ooh. Next year? In, in Burrowhead? No. That's Listen, not you nice. fucking jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love you, Mom. Thanks love for you. Thanks love for joining too. us. Kiss my right. grandbabies for me. I will. Thank I'll you. Tell Dee said hello. All right, okay. Mommy. Tell Kylie I said hi. Love you. Both love you. of you. A lot. <laughs> Mama. If there's one thing I get asked all the time, it's how do I maintain my health during the season? And the answer is simple. I take AG1, Athletic Greens, every single day. You guys probably didn't expect Jason Kelsey to be uh, a big greens guy, did you? Travis. No, you didn't. Travis. Because he is... Travis. What? This is way more than basic greens. It's like nine products in one. Just one serving of AG1 covers all my nutritional basis and supports my long-term gut health with... 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced high quality ingredients. Well, if you've been listening to this show and have been saying, man, I want to be as healthy as the obese Jason Kelsey, you're in luck because February only Athletic Greens is giving you guys their best deal ever with 10 travel packs plus a one year supply of vitamin D. Ooh. Like Travis said, for the month of February only, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and 10 free travel packs with your first purchase. This is their best offer yet, and you can only get it at athleticgreens.com slash new heights. That's athleticgreens.com slash new heights. This new year, you got goals, and Factor is here to help you achieve those goals, each and every one of them. Fuel up fast with ready-to-eat, nutritious meals delivered straight to your doorstep. No matter your lifestyle, Factor has delicious, flavor-packed meals to help you live it to the fullest with a ton of options on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs, approved by dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to be satisfied all day long. All day long. All day long, baby. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Mm. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. That's quick. Call to action. Head to factormeals.com slash newheights50 and use code newheights50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code newheights50 at factormeals.com slash newheights50 to get 50% off your first box. 50. Tree fitted this next conversation is one that travis and i have been dying to have from the moment <laughs> we've uh started this podcast it is uh gonna be with the man who was our coach growing up was uh the christmas candy man spent a lot of times in and out of steel mills while also looking for life among the stars our next <laughs> guest is our papa the first dad of two sons playing each other in the super bowl it is, I, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Ed Kelsey. Yeah. Yellow Ed Kelsey. Yellow Ed Kelsey. Anybody that's ever called our house uh, in uh, in Cleveland Heights <laughs> yeah. has heard the famous and infamous Yellow Ed Kelsey. 
his pops would work from home and he would always, you know, have his his slogan uh, right as he uh, answered the phone. So that's that's a little shout out, a little love to everybody back in Cleveland Heights, man. Well, Dad, thanks for being here. Um, have you seen the show? Everyone haven't seen the last one. Haven't seen the last one yet. Well, what are you Ooh, doing? The last it's one been, was a it's good been one. like our most successful one. Or was it? <laughs> yeah, take that. You. Okay. All right. He'll get well, around. I'll, He'll get I'll around get, to I'll, it. I'll get with the program here. All right. If, <laughs> if you haven't seen, uh, or if if you've seen, the I episodes, actually I actually haven't seen them at all. I listen to them. You listen to them. Well, nice. yeah. if you've listened to them, you know that we uh, we're not uh, experts. We're not. Uh, at all, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you're not, you're not professional. That's what the word I was looking for. See, this is my dad. That's good. Dad's here. You're not media professionals. That's, that's right. right. We're not. I we're do, not, not qualified. I don't have to watch a podcast to figure that out. We're not qualified to do interviews. <laughs> we're just going to have a conversation with our dad, uh, uh, dad and two sons having a convo. But I think people are going to love it. So, Trav, why don't you lead it off? Let's lead it off. Our first segment pops is. Uh, the Super Bowl questions that we just have to ask you, bud. Go ahead. And uh, ever so, we've known for about a week now that we're going to be playing in the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl 56? Seven. 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 How do you 56, not know? Seven, seven Travis. Uh, Can you read I've, Roman numerals? The five is the V, so I just I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it it's yet. It's L-V-I-I. Nice. Well, that what's, would be 57. What's L I I V? 52. Three. Dad? 53. There we go. Pops is here. That's why we got Dad here. <sighs> all right. All right. You can have that one. Pops, how's the last week been for you since you since you found out we were going to the Super Bowl? It's been crazy. So, you- it's, it's been fun. It's been crazy. It's been I, – I have had a little taste of how your phones get blown up. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> that is with text messages and emails and calls. I now understand why you how do, do you, not answer. How your do you phones. do it? Yeah, I was about to say how you deal with it. How do you deal with what, it? What pops? I do not. I don't answer my phone now. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, you have to at least get get. Well, back I get. Eventually. I'll tell you what I do is I, you know, I get I get back to people that I've talked to in the past. That is John, uh, the, the, a couple of writers, including John Kosich, is one of them. Uh, got back with John a couple of times. Talked certainly talked to Andy Baskin. Talked sure. uh, with the radio oh, not, show there. So you're mostly talking about just media requests and people wanting to, you know. Get you on well, the, their shows uh, and stuff no, I like don't, that. Or? Yeah, I've I've heard from cousins. I thought I died. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, thank guys, they're not, and they I'm reached out to let you know I'm they're here. From people, I'm hearing from people I haven't heard from <laughs> fifty years. Who's your favorite years, person you've heard from? The favorite person I've heard from. Uh, I sat down with Sam Farmer last Tuesday. Okay. Who in the fuck? Who's is Sam Farmer? Sam, Sam Farmer is a sports writer for the LA Times. He is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a football writer. Oh wow! This is this nice. is a guy. This is this is a top level guy. He's a sharp Lit- guy. Had a great time. Had a great visit with him. What'd you guys talk good. about? We talked about you guys. No. Uh, and, uh, and and the whole, you know and the, the whole football thing. Uh, after that, uh, it's always fun to talk to PJ. PJ Ziegler is a sports a sports journalist, on air journalist at uh, the 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 Fox Eight Cleveland, mm-hmm. which was oh, yeah. you know the, the, the local local news. Uh, always always got to show that love to yeah. To always love the local guys. Always love talking to the local guys. Uh, I'll tell you what, people didn't didn't. I mean, 
we got to let everybody know. Mom had the communications degree, but you actually had a journalist like career there for a journal. Like, is it the journalist? Yeah, a journalist career there for a second. What are you talking? You about? were. He was. He came out with a few articles. So uh, he, he would always blogging? have it. He he would always have his blog. Yeah, you did the one piece on recruiting. Well, no, that's just that's just a story I wrote and posted it on. Uh, that's part of a book that I've never finished. Called somebody to grow up with about you two, <laughs> which I got to get off my butt and finish that one of these days. Right on. And I would I would put that on the website when I when I when I actually did something with fogdad.com. Fogdad. Yeah. So you got to let Fog everybody Dad. know what Fogdad is now, pops. Fine old gentleman dad. No. That's not how or, no. Oh, that's, hey, okay, fucking old guy dad. There you go. <laughs> Everybody had every club had a fog team, and the fog team was the guys over thirty. They were still playing rugby. Oh, really? So we're yeah. the Fogs. You're a Fog yeah, Dad yeah, now, Jason. Yeah. We're Fogs yeah, now. Yeah, 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 that's right. Holy cow. You're a Fog Dad. Yeah, that's right. Fucking and old guy. I, I thought the entire time it was fat old guy. That's what I thought. <laughs> I really did. I thought it was so fat now, old guy, too. You're, you're literally a Fog Dad. Easy, pop. I'm a Fog Dad regardless. Regardless. <laughs> fat old guy. That's good. I got to remember I'm that. just a Fog. I'm just a Fog. <laughs> You know, they, they would always try to clean up, say, fine old gentleman. And uh, well, in reality, yeah. he's fucking old guy. Yeah, you well, don't know. That's not necessarily true. Pops, who are you rooting for? Yeah, now that we're here, Kelsey. who are you rooting for? Who are you rooting for? Okay. Kelsey. Kelsey. Nice. Okay, well, but there's two teams, so. We'll, we'll be here all day if you're if, – yeah, well, then we're going to be here a long time while you try and get that. All right, we're, we're, we're in a battle to the death. One of us has to survive. Who are you rooting for? Both of you. I don't. Both of us. Both, go, both of us to go. fucking die. No, both, both of us of to you, die. Both, both of you to win. I'm going to go the captain, the captain Kirk route. The captain. I Kirk. don't believe in no win situations. Gosh, that's good. That's, that's from good. Star Trek. James C. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, I know. no, way yeah. way over my head for sure. Yeah, but I know. Go on. Jason's a, Jason's gonna lie to you and say he knows what he's talking about. Well, I know who Captain Kirk is. I don't remember the specific situation we're talking well, that about. Was, here, no, but... this is from like 1967. Yeah, Jason, you the don't. T- know. This is from the TV show. This isn't from. All the I'm I know. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a star. I'm not a Trekkie. Right. You know what a Trekkie is, Trap? Uh, Trekkie. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the cult that follows Star Wars. Oh, Star Trek, Star, Star Trek. Wars, exactly. and Star Trek. See, mixed look up. at this guy. He's all he's all over the place. <laughs> Let me put my glasses on. All right, next next question. <laughs> Thank you for getting us to move on. We know a lot of the media has been at you uh, to get you to talk about the the Kelsey Bowl that is to come. Uh, so let's get these out of the way. Um, okay, go. We've already asked you who the favorite is, um, and you said me, which I love you for that. <laughs> Um, but uh, who are you talking to first after the game? The winner or the loser? Uh, probably the loser. You have any reason for that, or somebody's going to feel pretty crummy? Yeah, and I want to, and I want to be with him initially. Yeah, Trav said that uh, you know, mom can't lose, but actually, mom is going to lose, and you're going to lose, right? There's going to be a winning no. and a losing. No. No, one of you guys. One of you guys are going to lose. You're not going to lose with one of us. You're no, only going I, with the winner. I have already won, dude. 
You've won what? I'm on the most popular <laughs> podcast in sports. With my That's show. right. Number one sports podcast have, in the world. I have I've already fucking won. Okay? All the rest of this is just window dressing. All right? You're never going to get the answer you want if we're going to talk about winning and losing the Super Bowl. All right. Well, Mom said we're bad losers. Uh, is that true? I think you both take it to heart. I don't think you're bad losers. I think you... I. I think you feel for each teammate. I think regardless of your performance on the field, which is generally stellar, you come off of a loss and Low the first bias. person you're blaming is you're blaming yourselves. Yeah. And that's and that's the stuff that uh that we're that we makes us proud. Yeah. That you recognize well, I, that this is a You you instilled it. I know you instilled it in me. I'm sure Jason has stories like this, but I remember growing up always whenever I had a great game it was it was yeah it was a good it was a good game but you could do better yeah it was no, always it was always, always taking it up a notch i remember feeling like i you know had the best game of my life hit a home run to to win the game or something like that and like yeah it was exciting it was exciting but those first two at bats you were <laughs> you got to lock in son can't you lock can't hit it if you don't see it yeah <laughs> <laughs> well the biggest room is a room for improvement Right on, brother. Yeah. I also I also remember doing really well in a game. Like, Dad, didn't I do good? And you're like, stop seeking uh, uh, praise. I forget what you, exactly you said, but you were you're not a fan of uh, validation. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I remember you doing that, but I don't know. I don't know why I added that, but felt like. Did you know there's too. a Did you know there's a petition to get mom to do the coin flip? Have you heard about this? I've heard rumors. It's nationwide. Well, good. Run her out there, flip the coin. Do, they, <laughs> do you think <laughs> mom can flip a coin? I was about to say something. I, you know, this is, this is, you got a better chance to get me to pick a winner than to enter this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well said. Jason, take us to our next one. All right. We're, we're going to talk growing up, Dad. I, I, I fully intend to. Okay. Let's talk about you growing up. Where'd you, where yes. are you from? Uh, family background. Uh, let's just give like a, a quick high level overview of Ed Kelsey's life. Uh, the oldest of two children grew up in, in Cleveland, Ohio, neighborhood called Collinwood, which was home to the Collinwood Ro- Railroaders. And they he were because this was a huge rail yard where traffic between Chicago and New York, uh, Mobile, and Detroit all passed through Cleveland mm. and, and those yards. Yeah. Uh, blue collar town, blue collar part of Cleveland. Great neighborhood. It was a lot of fun. Went to one of the biggest uh, high schools in Northeast Ohio at the time, St. Joe's, uh, and also uh, had a year in college, right? Uh, I probably had a year in credits. It wasn't all one year in college. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right and what on. college? I was. I did a quarter. And a half <laughs> at, at Ohio State. The yeah. Ohio State. The Ohio the, State, uh, yeah. Dad was a buff guy, man. Ran, ran out of money, had to come home. <clears throat> Among some other problems that we're not going to divulge here. <clears throat> uh, went to Tri-C a cup for, oh, I think I've got someplace around a year and a half of credits, someplace between... Ohio State, uh, Cleveland State University, and Tri-C. What did you do after college? Uh, well, you know, I tried. I uh, I started out working in a lab in a 
in a foundry. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, rather than actually working in the production of the the steel castings, yep. I would be taking samples and taking them back to the lab and analyzing them. Of course, you know, we didn't have the machines they've got now to do whatever you do was wet chemistry. So you'd have, you know, if you're gonna you're gonna test a, a particular heat of of uh, of steel, you might have thirty different beakers with little bits that you're dissolving, and you're gonna put different reagents in there and see how it reacts and you know all that. So started out at that. Uh, they uh, started doing some some physical testing of steels, things like that. The okay. steel mill. That's where, and that's where you ended up. Uh, for the most part of our life, the steel mill was yeah, where you worked. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did, where'd you meet mom? Time out, time out. You didn't you? weren't you in the Coast Guard? Didn't you do the Coast Guard? Well, I did. I did the Coast Guard. I tried to. I tried to join. First, I tried to join the Marines. They didn't let you in. Uh, they, no, they because of my knees. What, what was they wrong with knees? Because well, I had the cartilage. Taken new out knees, of my, new yeah. knees, <laughs> new knees. Had the cartilage taken out of my left knee. And when you were and that was when you were playing high school football, right? That was high school football. And uh, and they said no, we're not doing this. Uh, and uh, then I went to the army and tried to enlist in the army. Now you got to remember, everybody in my family prior to me was in the service. I mean, but you know, but we're we're also talking about everybody in my family lived through World War II. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's what everybody did because of that was the background, the big one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Got read the right. You know, I, I got a little pissed off actually. These recruiters office with the army because I thought, you know, you got people going to Canada to keep from getting drafted, and I'm mm-hmm. here offering to come in. And I had some grizzled old sergeant just chew me out about, you know, what am I going to tell the mother of the guy that dies trying to carry your big ass out of there because you can't walk? <laughs> a legitimate fair, point he had. Fair point. Legitimate fair point. point. Fair point. And, he, and, and he said, you really you want to serve your country? You want to be in the service? You could try the Navy or Coast Guard. I'd recommend the Coast Guard. The Navy's going to give you shit about your knees, too, about your knee. There, yeah. were, there was no, it was only the left knee at that point. Yeah. And I, I did. I enlisted in the Coast Guard, and the, the Crones reared up. I'd never had that before. Yeah. And I was, I was sick. I went through most of basic training, with, uh, with, with some severe uh, gastrointestinal. This entire issues. time, I thought you flanked your way out of it. Well, I didn't, sir. I thought, okay? I thought I, I got the flanking from you. No, no, no. They just they. You know, if, I, if you're sick, they don't. They don't need sick people in the right. service. They, they need they people need who are ready to perform. The old, I do remember they taught you one thing really well. Um, you were the best floater I've ever seen in a body. You did know how to float. I mean, was well, it not that, impressive? I could. I even still don't know how you did that. It was like flat as a board, everything up on top of the water. Well, not everything. What, uh, what, what you actually did was you take a deep breath and you just let your arms and your legs hang down. And uh, no, you don't. You're, you have your arms in front of your legs are handing down. Yeah. And when you when you have to take a breath again, yeah. you kick your legs, push your hands down, yeah. and you rise up, take a breath, and go back down. Yeah. To to get through basic training, you had to do that for an hour. An hour. Yeah. What? And there, lot, there, there, there are reports of people doing that. That you know. Are you in the ocean or in a pool? In in the you no, know, we were doing it in the pool. But I mean, the the training is because that's what you do in the ocean. If you don't have, you dumped in the water, and you don't have a life vest. Yeah, you do drown. It's, it was called drown proofing, is what it was called. How long could you do that for? You think? I don't know. I don't know. You made it at least an hour, though. No, I didn't. I didn't do a whole hour because I didn't get that far along in gotcha. the training. I probably did a couple. Probably did twenty minutes, ten, twenty minutes, something like that. 
Well, I think you were. They they didn't send you out there to do that for now, right off the bat. You had to do a few times. You had to perfect the the process. Growing up, growing up, I thought you were the most least dense man that I had ever met in my life because you were just rising. You were just sitting right there at the top (laughs) the entire time. It was impressive. Um, Where did you meet mom? That's what we're getting. Fagans, 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 baby, Fagans, Fagans. Fagans was not around you. Yeah. Fagans was one of only maybe two or three bars on the east east bank of the flats at that yeah. time. Everything else down there was all uh there was Samsung Marine Supply, there were uh and there were other there were, you know there were manufacturing companies, small mom and pops doing either metalwork of some sort or putting together things and they were all there to all service that, the freighters. The flats, everybody can do their history on the flats. We gotta get back to mom. So mom actually okay. told us that you stole her from her date that night. You swooped no her. Idea. You swooped her up. She was supposed to go to a play at Playhouse Square and with see Chicago, guy. Chicago, with another guy. And you told her, "Screw that bum. Let's make some NFL babies." <laughs> I don't. I don't actually remember that. Okay? Remember. Yeah. Do you remember, remember your pickup line? You? Do you remember no. your pickup line? He's. She no, said, hey, "How you doing?" You got to realize I'm coming there out of a shop that I worked at in the flats where I made ceramic fired pieces for the steel industry. Yeah. Inhale, so I'm inhaling in, I'm chemicals. In, yep. I'm in coveralls that are covered with with, uh, so, with cement and 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 stuff. And, yes. Uh, so fucking going strong to, working going man. To That's what yeah. you came in there looking That's, like. That's yeah. what she got. She, she was talking power. about. Yeah. She was talking about the pickup line. That's what she, that, that's what got her. And I just, yeah. And. Uh, Oh, we started talking, and uh, and I needed. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a car, and I needed to ride home. She gave me a ride home, and she came in. I told her, "Well, hang on, we'll I change." Oh, this I, is a I, ride home. That's all. Yeah, she, well, she gave me a ride back. That's why I was living with Greg with with Greg and Bill. But yeah, she gave me a ride home. Took a quick shower and cleaned up, and we went out to a to a bar at, over in Cedar Center called the No Name. The okay. no name, classic. The no name, classic no name, name, no name, no name, clever. No name kicked up and did lots of business about eleven thirty every night because bars in Cleveland Heights closed at eleven. Oh, nice. Bars in Cleveland Heights and University Heights closed at eleven, mm-hmm. and the no name was in South Euclid. Ooh. And so eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, you got you got everybody went to the no name. That's just I mean smart the place would be right dead. The place should yeah. be dead until eleven o'clock, and then, boom. you know, boom. Yeah, well, smart business well, model right so, there. Sounds like a true American love story. Well, speaking of uh, Cleveland Heights, we've talked about growing up in Cleveland Heights and uh, mostly all the damage we did to the house. Um, how would you describe raising both of us? A fun, yeah. no panic, man. It's it was a riot. Right? Yeah. yeah. What um did you? Yeah, I mean, you made us a mini stick arena in the basement out of plywood and carpeting on top of cement, which I don't know how we were able to do that. And the that. cement was so bad. Yeah, it was so terrible. bad. Well, the, 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 I remember the carpeting was that thick rope sisal carpet. Oh, I remember. Which is kind of rough when it scrapes your skin, but it's a good pad between the concrete. It was, it was a thick and the carpet. Bones. Yeah, exactly. When you built the mini stick arena, how heavy duty did that thing need to be built? <laughs> what, do you mean? Well, what do you mean? I don't know. I just I cut the boards and just found ways to prop them up. 
yeah. if I would have, for instance, you know, I could Did have you have to get architectural drawings? I put two by four. No, fuck no. I just kind of <laughs> take four by eight sheets and rip them in half. I had toyed with the idea of taking two by fours as backing is to hold them all together, to keep them more rigid. But then you're talking about something that's not going to be allowed to give to. Yeah. And I really wasn't too not realistic about you two. It's not realistic. But I, also, I, I also knew there were going to be a boatload of kids down there that uh, I, I don't want. I don't want somebody else getting hurt. Did you think about splinters? No, because I got a fuck ton of those. Yeah, all got them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I knew they were coming, but it's good for the immune system. Got to build up the immunities. Good point. Good point. Big immune system guy. I actually expected that thing to be destroyed, like in the first couple of weeks. It lasted. The bro- bars lasted years. Broken. Years. It lasted a couple of years, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. We had the sports complex outside, too, though. Don't you? Yeah. Let's yeah. Not get, let's not, we used the house and the garage as backstops or, you know, well, yeah. well, uh, part of the, the rules of the game. When you got fired up in hockey, we did the thing. I made a PVC goal, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and then through a badminton net, we got around that. And uh, so you guys could shoot, you know, outside on the driveway, shoot pucks at the goal. And uh, and you would miss the goal when we have these these indentations in the garage doors all over the place. Then we would turn it around, and there go the windows in the basement. Boom, boom, boom. Had more dents in it. Pro V1. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? um, And we can't forget, though. We can't forget. We can't forget hand baseball. Yeah, was about that, was that was so best. big. Yeah. Yeah. That was that so was, big. That was so the, much fun. What were the rules of hand baseball? The rules of hand baseball were... Uh, it's like kickball rules. Yeah, yeah, like kickball. Yeah, you hit the ball with your hand, and if you if you feel the ball and can hit him before he gets the, with the ball before he gets to first base, he's out. Yeah. yeah. If you can hit him anytime you've got the ball, if you can hit him when you're not on base, he's out. Right. And if you hit the house, and, it was a below a certain amount. Well... Was the house a home run, or was it above a certain height was a home run? No, if you, if you nailed the house, it was a home run. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. We, uh, we didn't start playing the levels until we got the wiffle ball, and we started That's playing right. wiffle ball. That's yeah, because right. uh, we were That's playing with roll-up socks, if you remember. I do not remember that. Ah, I remember that a little bit. Rolled-up socks. We did hacky sacks, but the hacky sacks, every shot was a home run with you two. Oh, okay. So I started just rolling up socks home run and doing guy. that because it wouldn't go that far. Nice. All right now. Made it a little bit harder. But it was great exercise. I will never remember. I'll never forget. Excuse me. Uncle Don comes over, and of course he lived in in Parma Heights. And he and uh, he he comes over, and he's going to play hand baseball with us. And he played, and we have a great time. And the next day he calls it. He can't move. (laughs) 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 His arms, his shoulders, his legs, and it really was a good workout. I mean, for 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 an adult. Because you're you're doing a lot of quick twitch moves. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like a continual cone drill. All right, pop. Um, you just got done talking about handball and all these things. What what made you uh, get Travis and I in sports? What was why were sports so important? Well, sports weren't. I didn't get you and Travis into sports, and sports weren't all that important as such. Mm-hmm. It was more of a natural progression of what you guys wanted to do. So well, my, thought, my thoughts as a were, kid, though, you don't really know about sport. Like, what was the the first thing we did was t ball or soccer? Yeah, the first thing you did was your your toddler on the living room floor, and you rolled a ball to me. I rolled it back, and you, you know, we played that way. And that's that's where it all started. And this is where we're at today. 
Okay. <laughs> so at what point it, did you sign us up for T-ball or uh, Oh, first, first opportunity. First opportunity. And Five years old for T-ball. Did you coach immediately with T-ball? Because I know you are a coach in youth baseball. No, I, 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 I T-ball was hard uh, when we were on the west hard side over North Ridgeville. Yeah. No, no, it, it was, I get it. there were a lot of parents, a lot of people wanted to be coaches. It's more like and that was fine with me. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm just, you know, we'll just have fun. You know what I mean? I do I remember you giving me, heights. I do Go remember ahead. you giving me one piece of coaching advice in T-ball, which was, you pulled me aside and you said, Jason. None of these kids can throw and catch. After you get the ball, just keep just, running. Just keep and going, I had, go, I had go, like go, four go, in go, the park home runs, and I was like, man, this guy's a genius. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and for the life of me, I couldn't figure out why other parents didn't do the same thing. You know what I mean? Nobody took it that serious. Nobody was like, how can I get my son up? <laughs> you want a home run? Don't stop running. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Legendary, man. So you didn't coach us in T-ball. When did you start coaching us? I, I did coach. I coached Travis in, in T-ball. In the Heights. Because in I was heights. in the Heights. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, did that. And that. Same time I did that, you were in coach pitch yeah. at Heights, and it wasn't a Heights youth program. It was run by uh, it was run by the school, actually. Community services. Community yeah. services. That wasn't a and Heights program, though? That, well, it was in the Heights, and it was Heights community services, but it wasn't Heights rec. Gotcha. So it wasn't up at Forest Hills. And, it, you know, and this was, this was all, you know, Touchy-feely, you know. Oh, yeah, touchy-feely. It's Coach Pitch Baseball. What are you talking about, touchy-feely? Like, well, I was, you can't get I, much more touchy-feely than Coach Pitch Baseball. I, I I went out to pitch one time, and I threw it overhand. And there, there, there were there were parents there who objected to overhand pitch. Gotcha. I have to throw, everybody has to get it underhand. Everybody and, has uh, to go underhand. Yeah, that's when we... And you were uh, like, all right, this is not the level of baseball that I want our kids going. So we went over to community service. I I, I throw stuff underhand to you, all right? Mm Mm-hmm. And and everything is a line shot where you got little kids scared to death, you know, every time time you come up. So is that a safety? So is that a safety? And and it's just, well... About to say something I can't say. You're never going to... No, that's cool. You're never going to get pitch underhand, yeah. We, uh... And at that time, Heights Youth Baseball had just consolidated, like, you know, they had uh, they had like three different programs going on at the same time. That is, mm-hmm. between travel teams, and there were there were two now, like a little league organization, and uh, oh, I, f- I forget what the other one was called. And they had just consolidated everything. And Vince Johnson, I kept telling, him, "Look at, I gotta just put this kid in kid pitch; he'll be fine." And he said, I can't do it. He says, everybody's going to want to do that. And I said, all right. So we took Jason right. to, we went to South Euclid. To oh, I play. Didn't know that. Yeah, you played one year of uh, of kid pitch in South Euclid when you mm-hmm. were seven years old. Yeah. Denison, yeah, though, right? Seven or eight. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it, Denison. It was, uh, the coach was a great guy. He, You remember you had the hockey coach your first year? Yes. Joe, uh, Joe talked to the coach that his son played with. And she said, yes. yeah, just come on out here. And so we went out there and and uh, and you had a great a great time. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And uh and you you know, you did well. You did you were 
I didn't like you being either one of you guys, but it really started mostly with Jason. I didn't like you being on a team where you were the stud. Okay? okay. I wanted you to be on a team where you got to work harder to play up at the level everybody else is. Makes sense. It makes sense. And, uh, and we did that. Then the following year, you're eligible for Heights Youth Baseball. And that's when and you that, started coaching. That, yes. Okay. Ron, I, so I, I told to Larry, I told, yeah, I had coached, I had coached the T-ball with Travis. Actually, that, that same year, mm -hmm. I coached T-ball with Travis. Just not coached uh, Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> then the year after that, we went to the South Euclid. Well, then we're back in Cleveland Heights. You're playing for, for Ron Schmidt. And, Remember uh, that. And Ron, uh, won yourselves was, a white hat. Won yourselves right. a white hat. The well, legendary champion. I should the have got that. It's here someplace. I don't. I don't. I don't have one of those. Pops, we uh, time out. Oh, we you, know. you got when you you had. What were your rules as a coach? He had one rule that oh, I had. No, one I had rule. Rule. no, I had. I had very. I had, He's a very disciplined came, coach. Because this was because this was youth baseball. Yeah. Community baseball. Mm -hmm. I was, and as as much as I was in the winter and as much as anybody else, I had very specific rules for the team. Yeah. You would go from the infield one inning to the outfield the next inning to the bench the next inning and then repeat. Yeah. That way every kid played equally. Every kid would be exposed to more, more positions. Uh, cost us a few games maybe. Uh, now that was those were my rules. We love that though. We do love that. Now I tell you what, I remember playing for you, and it was the year that I played both travel ball and community ball because you yes. were you were you were coaching community ball when we were in college. Still, like you never stopped. Yeah, really after you guys left home, well, you know, I I didn't I didn't didn't seek it. it was just, I got a call from Larry Shaw. Yeah, he said, Gerald, yeah. I, I I need some coach. I need a coach. Can you help me out? Mm -hmm. And that was going to be a coach pitch. Yep. And I did that. Mm. And I did that. I played, I, I coached for six years and I had, uh, I had kept the kids, you know, I didn't try to build this powerhouse team or anything, but the kids I coached the first year, the parents come back next year. They want to play for the same guy because mm -hmm. we did this thing. You played every position. Yep. Everybody played equal. Uh, well, how did, how'd my, you do the lineup? The lineup was cool. How you did that too. Yeah, well, that was just, that was just basically print out a spreadsheet and put everybody's name in there, and it would just you know the the first nine names or ten Microsoft names Microsoft Excel were on, were on the field. It works for lineups you know, too. Five or six, six in the infield, thought, four in the outfield. I thought you used to say you did the lineup based on who showed up to the field first. Well, that's batting order. Is that not well, what a lineup the, is? I did, that's I, the lineup. No, the, well, okay, lineup. I uh, I did a batting order according to who showed up. Yeah, I said yeah. I'm there at a half hour. When I get there, a half hour before before the game, I'm going to start doing the line. I was actually there an hour before the game. Yeah, but at did a half you ever, hour. Did you tell parents? Would, did you tell told parents? Everybody, I had a printout at the beginning of the year that that made it very you had a pamphlet? clear. Yeah, no, just a one page Big pamphlet. Printout. Guy. Yep, we're going to do this with we're going to do this with playing time. We're going to do this with positioning. Uh, Ask for volunteers for snacks and stuff like that. I said, the batting order will be when they show up. So if you're if you bring your kid at two minutes before game time every week, don't come to me because he's batting last. So if the best hitter showed up 
last. He was nine. He's, he was batting last. It's terrible yes. coaching, Pop. That's that's not good coaching. I'm not going to lie. I would have definitely been in the bottom of that lineup. <laughs> I am not punctual <laughs> at no, all. This wasn't the, this not wasn't very the, punctual. This wasn't the kids' fault. This was the parents' fault. Well, they, they they also probably what, they don't were, have bikes. They we don't have bikes. They can't go to the no, field on their own. Dad, we, uh, what are you talking about? They got bikes. Let's let's, let's keep. You, you can't be making accusations of parents. All right. What what sport did you play growing up? Mostly baseball and football. There was CYO basketball, but that was that was at a, a pretty basic level. And we yeah. just touched on that. You you tore your knee up your senior year of uh, of high school, of and high then. School. And then you decide to play rugby after, uh, with a bum knee. Well, I saw and... rugby when I was at Ohio State. I saw rugby. Yeah, and I thought that's pretty cool. Then, I, then when I came to came back home after getting out of Ohio State, mm-hmm. I ran into some guys with the no name that were rugby players. And oh, the no name, the no name yeah. coming up a lot. Yeah, ended up and, and ended up going uh, going to a practice. Actually, went to a game first and. Mm-hmm. The the rugby games were awesome. They were out in uh, in the metro parks. We had uh, we had uh, an agreement with the metro parks. We had a field we could use. They cut it for us. Nice. We lined it, put up goalposts, and you and tore we your other cars knee. on both sides. Yeah, that's I yeah that's how I did the other day. And so, can you definitively say which sport is tougher? Which which players are tougher? Football or uh, rugby players? They don't put, they don't wear pads in rugby, Dad. I know, I but they don't, don't block. They don't block. They don't block. You're not no, allowed to block, block in rugby. No, you're not allowed to. Block. You play the ball. You do not play the man. You play the ball. What's a scrum? A scrum isn't. Scrum is blocking. Scrum isn't, isn't, so it's basically a quarterback is, sneak. No, the scrum yeah. is you have you have nine guys on either side of the or not three, five, seven guys, eight guys on both sides of the ball mm-hmm. that are locked together, and they roll the ball in the middle. Yeah, but they don't. They, the they, cheat. they cheat. They cheat. They, they do. Roll they they, they roll it a little. Just, but they they do that. And the idea is you push you push these guys back and forth until the ball comes out the back. Was that? Were you in the scrum or were you? In- I was. I was second row. So there's there's a the guy in the middle called a hooker in the front mm-hmm. row. Then there's two guys that are front row props. Okay. Then there's two guys second row. Sure. And then there then there's three guys behind them. Okay. Nice. And that's a that's a typical that's a that's how it goes. So football players are tougher. I think I think you get a lot more high collision. Basically, because um, co- high speed collisions in football. I mean, you've got you've got pads. You think you're not going to get hurt. You're running faster. Your guys are getting blocked. Getting uh, you know. So basically, you're you saying. Got to remember rugby. If you're going to come out full blast and lay somebody out. It's going to hurt you. You ain't got pants either. (laughs) And and worst of all is you're missing an opportunity to grab the ball. You tackle a guy, as soon as he hits the ground, he's got to let go of the ball. Okay. Uh... All right? And so uh, at that point, you're you're jockeying for position. Mm -hmm. I mean, the ball is a constant line of scrimmage moving, and you're not allowed to go past it unless you have possession of it. Wow! See, I'm okay. learning everything right now. And you know, the rug- you see when he's got, yeah, Jordan, awesome. Yeah, yeah Jordan, Milano, yep. Yeah. What um, I was going to say, Juju Smith Schuster, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, he grew up playing rugby out Where in at? Cali, I believe, out in Cali. California was was huge with rugby. So was Texas. Uh, right on. The teams teams I played for in Cleveland so were pretty New good. Basically, Dad, what you're saying is that Jason wouldn't have been good at 
rugby because no, he's a blocker, no, and no, I would same. be really good at rugby because you don't have to block. Yeah, I could just flank the entire fucking game. Actually, That's I think all I'm actually, doing. There's legitimately a position called the flanker. Well, the, a flanker well, is a, a wide yeah, receiver. No, maybe in football, in the in rugby, you have wings. You have the two guys at the end of the scrub on the outside on the back. Are called the wing forwards. Those are generally your fastest big men. All right, the the, that, the two wings, the eight man, uh, two seconds, two props, and a hooker. That group is called the pack, which is like the offensive line, and they okay. basically hunt together. Nice. Jason would have been awesome at rugby at a because scrum. of his yeah. attitude. And, and not only that, if a guy's running with the ball, you gotta, if you can tackle him, that's fine. Well, what's better is when you go up there and you take that ball from him. Well, and let's also that ball. let's also be honest. Why I'd be good at rugby is because I like to drink beer, and I think that that's pretty much the only oh, reason. That's the only <laughs> reason. It's the only reason why Dad really won. He met the team at the bar, and at then the after movie. every single game, after in every the, single game, the failure tapped the keg. That's right. How do I know when you guys are coming to the no name? We do it after every rugby game. If you just go yeah, right from the right. rugby <laughs> field. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. What's Let's get to this. So we've credited mom very frequently with our athletic genes. Does this is this a fair accreditation? Yes, absolutely. There's science to back that up. <laughs> There's science. That's what that's what I've been told. Now, have I done the research? No, but the 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 thing is. Oh, you're saying we get you ahead. get your athletic ability probably from your mother. Hmm. Okay. You don't think it's because you don't think you had any. If if we got it, if we could have gotten it from you, would you have offered athletic ability? I mean, if... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Mister Kelsey, I don't understand the question. Speak, right. Speaking of mom, you're divorced, and we uh, we all we asked mom this question: um, How much do you hate mom? Not at all. <laughs> Gosh, we these know. both of them are liars. There's just absolutely no. We're kidding. No. We know you guys don't hate each other. That's one of those questions where you give a short, quick answer to the point and shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> that did not go as planned. I've also learned great things from Ed Kelsey. Shutting the fuck up is one of them. We know you don't hate her because you still remind us to call her all the time. You still remind us to let reach out to her on her birthday for a divorced uh, couple. Uh, boy, you two sure do care about each other still. Um, well, certainly, yeah. I would want nothing but happiness for your mother. Yeah. So you don't regret marrying her at all? You're, no, you're happy no. about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is? We've told the story in the show about um, you taking a second job around Christmas in order to pay for gifts. Mm-hmm. Was it actually to pay for gifts, or was it just for free candy? Let's set the record straight. No, I, I didn't know anything about candy. I was what? Looking, I didn't know nothing about, about candy. You were looking at a anything. candy store, Dad. Well, I didn't you know were, that was your product. It wasn't I mean, a candy I, store. It was a candy kiosk, which probably yeah, less oversight kiosk. on a candy kiosk. Yes. You uh, got to know more about candy but, than work at the kiosk. No, I didn't. I actually knew nothing about it. I just I went looking for a job. Yeah. There was an ad in the paper for part part time seasonal work. Mm-hmm. Typically, if you're if you're working in the steel industry and in the in the sales. Of, uh, of of operational products or yeah. you know any of the installations, even if you're just a service guy, things slow down right around Thanksgiving till after the first of the year. Yeah, uh, they're they're avoiding buying anything till they get into a new a new fiscal year. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and guys don't want to be bothered. You know, yeah. just go. You know, you show up with, you know, uh, my big thing was, you know, honey baked ham. I show up with honey baked ham certificates. I give them to these guys and I get, I get thank you cards from their wives. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, yeah, that was pretty, uh, that was, I, I would do that. So I had time mm-hmm. and looking for something part time. It, the first year was because the, uh, the iPads, iPods had just come out. Oh, yeah. You guys wanted iPods and you wanted those ridiculously expensive carbon fiber hockey sticks. Hockey sticks, yeah. East yeah. The yeah. Synergy. Piece. Synergy sticks. And so uh, so I need to get a part-time job for that. And uh, and it paid good butt. I mean, it paid a good hourly wage. So what? why did you do that? What what? Why was making Christmas special so important to you? I had two kids that I was crazy about. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> nice. I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'll, you know. Yeah. That's I, a good I answer. I, I think that's I don't a solid think, answer. I don't, think, I don't think that's, I don't think I'm unique in that or anything else. You know, plus, you know, it, and it was more than just buying those gifts. It, it brought in some more, some more cash around the holidays for, for all of us. That's fair. We always uh, bring up how um, you have uh, new knees. You have, you have. Yes, a new knees. New knees. <laughs> we were just going to ask you to hit a new knees for us, so thank you. Right on cue. <laughs> um, how did you? How did you get these new knees? What? How did it? Uh, what was what the? What was the? You went to the doctor and got new knees. What do you mean? Well, I, yeah, oh, that's I a good point. talked to a primary care guy. Uh, we, uh, we don't need this whole. Story. <laughs> right, my, bad, my, bad, my bad. My bad. Wrong question. Our new, our artificial knees better than actual knees. Oh hell no! Hell no! <laughs> They're not. I see you moving well, around the garden. You look a whole lot better. Well, yeah, but but uh, if I would, if I hadn't torn, you got to realize that while I had surgery that that took me out of sports in high school, yeah, uh, that would be a bump in the road for a high school player now. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. because I mean they would first. I mean the scar. The, First of all, they don't go in, and nobody goes in and takes the entire cartilage out anymore. Yeah, no, that's okay. a bad idea. They take, they go in, they shave off the frayed edges, and they take out the vessel, mm-hmm. and they and they do stuff to increase the blood flow so it heals. And yeah. they're doing all that arthroscopically, where they're just going in with like little needles and cameras and shit. Sure. Yeah, right? I know. I, I know far too well. Has <laughs> scars that long? What do okay. arti- Yeah. What do what do artificial knees feel like? They're. Uh, I don't know that they feel any different than a than they a feel natural. They natural. They certainly can move a lot better. Got some uh, loosey goosiness to them. Yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah, they're it's it's a little tight, and you know, truth be told, I haven't followed up as well as I should have. No, the, uh, damn it, Dad. Therapy. <laughs> what damn it? But I'll tell you, Cole, they... my fun, my best story about the nudies. Yeah, what's the best it was, one? Uh, last year was the first year really went got on airplanes to come and see you guys. Yeah. Okay, because the pandemic year, nothing. And those are that's really the year that I had the knees replaced. Yep. yep. I go to the airport in Philly and I'm, or, or in Cleveland. I'm ready to take off, or in Philly. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at, oh, I'm at gate 23. Son of a bitch. I'm looking around, see if there's somebody with a golf cart I can get a ride from. Yeah. Nobody there, so I start to walk, and it hits me. Oh, this ain't no big deal anymore. <laughs> I, can, I can walk again. I can do this. This is okay. <laughs> did Did you have an issue with the metal detector? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess yeah. now it's not metal detectors you, anymore. It's like uh, the spinning well, if thing. You, which... If you go through the metal detector, it, they can, you can't continue. You have to go through the 
you know, you know the one where you put your hands above your head and it spins around? Mm-hmm. It's like a 3D picture of any metal. Oh, they really? Can, they can look and they can actually, yeah, if you have any tell. kind of medical implants, you have to go through that. You can't go through the thing where you just walk through. Got it. Well, now, now we know. I'll tell you what, Dad. I tell everybody that Jason is Ed Kelsey 2.0. Um, you guys are literally mere images of each other, and I love every bit of it. Um, do you agree? Do you see more in Jason of yourself than you do in me? Am no. I spot on with this? Oh hell no! There are things. There are, and and you're not the first one to mention that. There are mannerisms, uh, tone, speech, things, uh, the way we talk and address people and stuff that are very similar between me and Jason. Oh yeah, uh, but as far as do I see more of myself in Jason than you? No, in some in, in some ways it's uh, it might be the other way. Whoa! In what ways specifically? Well, I don't. Uh, we're, no, I'm not going into that. <laughs> <laughs> we all were thinking it because he yeah. sees we're the negative things. Right. He sees the negative. He's saying he no, can't read. No. He, uh, he's very poor with money. That's a, that's uh, a great but, <laughs> What are we talking about? What? We're not, oh, no, no, I thought it was just. Not, no, we're not going there. <laughs> All right. Next, next, next question. question. Trav, come on. You got this next one. <laughs> now I want to know what you see in me that you see in yourself. Um, Travis, when this is all the things you, you need the to end of a- <laughs> <laughs> When did you feel like the NFL might be uh, actual reality for me and Jason? Did you ever think about steering us in a different direction or when we... Well, uh, I, I was never going to steer you any place. I was just, you know, my my thoughts were always, uh, my job is to help you find a passion and then feed that passion. Uh, now, your passion, both of you guys, was sports. You know, but it would have been the same thing. It would have been music, dance, art, whatever. You know, whatever you want to do, I'm there, but you're doing something, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, as far as the NFL, uh, it was very apparent to me when you were in high school, there was something outrageously special about both of you. Uh, maybe even middle school. Uh, and I'm not so, alone so in that puberty. regard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're bigger but, than yeah. everybody. Might have been the size. No, the... no okay. No, no. At uh, by the time puberty hit, you've been playing hockey for three or four years each. Right. Hockey was such a huge influence. Yeah. Uh, and too, and yeah. and taught you so much about team sports mm-hmm. that 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 translates over whether it's baseball, basketball, football, whatever you're going lacrosse, mm-hmm. whatever you're, whatever you're playing, you're, you're using those skills. And I, I don't necessarily mean the physical skills. I'm talking more of the mental aspect, you know, hockey, they're going to skate, do something very uncomfortable, unorthodox, move across ice on two on, on skates. At the same time, you got to stick, you keep on the ice, you got to puck, you can't look at it and you got to keep skating. And at the same time, you're looking at a rotation. Yeah, on that ice of where players are going, and to know where you're going to go. Yeah, and uh, I'll tell you when it when it really hit me about how much your the exposure that you guys had to multiple sports impacted everything was was Travis's uh, Travis's summer of you're off the team when he played uh-huh, baseball. Yeah. 
the only time I've ever gotten cut in my life. Well, I got cut in college too, but. And I watch him go up to the plate and start looking around, everything going on, looking at the coach, seeing all these signs. And, uh, and the, next, uh, the next swing, the ball went where it should have gone. Hit behind the runner, the runner advanced. And I see him on second base. He's looking all around where everything is, catching signs back and forth. And I'm thinking, this, what we're seeing here is the culmination of a, of a lifetime, albeit a brief lifetime, but a lifetime of playing multiple sports and understanding team games and how, you're, how, how you need to interact to make your teams better. Mm. And, uh, I mean, it's a, the, the same skills, the same Scout. mindset that sees that field me. like that is – is is the same mindset that you have when you go out on the football field, when uh, when you're playing when Jason was playing lacrosse, it was the same thing, and uh, and well, I if, think that is what made a difference. Now at that point, by then everybody knew you were going to be in the NFL. I I had a pretty good indication this was going to happen. You just got kicked off the team. I wasn't even playing Both football. Both of you guys, right were, yeah, but the. It's yeah, a foregone conclusion at that point. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I just switched positions, and I was. I looked like Draymond no, Green was, trying uh, to run routes. Was, what do you mean? It was. Really, uh, <laughs> was speaking more about at that time. I knew it was. It was a foregone conclusion with Jason. But, wow. uh, but. And you knew I. You know, I knew how to and, follow and, footsteps. And you yeah. knew Travis oh. was more athletic than me. So <laughs> <laughs> if Jason's going, Travis is going. <laughs> All right. What's if we wouldn't have gone into the NFL pop, what do you think we would both be doing? I don't, we don't, <sighs> to, and to be honest, we don't know the answer to this question, I so I doubt know. you're going to know the answer. You would, be doing, you would be doing something with sports. So do you think uh, Travis would be in the NBA? Well, no, I'm not even going there. Don't try to drag me into I'm that. Just, it's just a question. I'm not dragging I, I you into anything. There's no agenda Travis, behind I, that question. Travis, could Travis have played in the NBA? Yes. But Could he? Knew it. Knew it. But you, what position? Knew it. You want to let me finish? Can I finish? Sure. All right. He, <laughs> there would have been no baseball, no football. It would have been nothing but basketball because everybody that's in the NBA plays nothing but basketball. Yeah. Okay? I'm with you on that. Everybody on that. in Major League Baseball plays nothing but baseball. And okay. if you're not playing, uh, you know, and you have to because – Every other player out there is doing the same thing. Is that's what they're doing? Same with hockey too. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, and hockey's even worse. All the time. You play good. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> what advice would you give parents listening whose kids might have aspirations of going into the NFL? Depending on the age, and it's it's hard to say kids got aspirations for the NFL when he's six, seven years old. Yeah, I mean, I would, that's I, would good point. I would I move away. I would move away from the from the about aspirations for the NFL. Yeah. And I would say I would advise parents who want to feed that passion that their child has for athletics. Mm-hmm. And the most, again, uh, you sound like a broken record here. Put them on ice. That would be the first thing. Put them on ice. Get you really think play. hockey is the main way to get to the NFL? Uh, no, I think hockey is the main way for you to understand team sports mm-hmm. and develop conditioning and team play. Mm-hmm. And learn skills to do things that are unorthodox. Yeah. I think hockey's like that. I, do, I also think soccer's like that. Yeah, I think, yes. And baseball's and, uh, kind of like that. Baseball's a little bit different, too. Yeah, baseball's a little different. And But uh, 
But well, yeah, tri- I mean, if, if the kids have the aspirations, fine. My problem is with the parents who have the aspirations and not the kids. Well, tell, tell, you got to tell what, the world what you're feeding us, man. Yeah, speaking of feeding, yeah. you just talked about feeding. What do you, what do you feed NFL to kids? To grow NFL, future NFL players, what is the nutrition like uh, for those kids growing up? I'm going to tell you, every, but it's not for NFL kids. It's not for anything. It's for healthy young bodies. What's that? Meat, protein, uh, protein with every meal, a carb with every meal, fruit and vegetables. What, no, where does soda we, we, we never, we never got vegetables growing <laughs> up. I never <laughs> ate a single did. vegetable. We ate Giorgio's oven fresh pizza every single night. Not every night. What do you, hamburger what, helper what, sometimes. Good. No, hamburger go helper. Back, go, back, go, back to Giorgio's. go back to Giorgio's. Can we bagel go to Giorgio's? Want yep, to go sure. to Bagel Bites? What's yeah, on Bagel those? Bites. I want Bagel Bites. Huh? Protein. What's, what's on a Bagel Bite? Carbs. What's on the Cheese. Bagel bite? What's, Cheese. What's that red stuff? That's uh, sauce. Salt. Yes, yeah. What's it's it's high fructose sodium. corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup. Yes, <laughs> no, it is. I guarantee it's high fructose corn It's a vegetable, it's a vegetable sauce. Somebody pull up the nutritional ingredients of Ladies bagel and bites. My it's dad. high fructose corn syrup. Our ba- bagel bites. You may have me on bagel bites. All right. <laughs> Let's get to the real nutrition that we had every single time, uh, uh, most frequently, probably, uh, besides peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Which was probably the number one thing we ate. Num- up. Numero uno. Yeah. Um, and Sauce Gardner talked about this on Twitter and brought me back. Man, it was like it hit me in the face. Beans and weenies. I feel like that was our major dish growing up. Our? Well, you had, a, you had a lot of that. I tried to, I tried to, I tried to, you know, I tried to vary things for dinner mm-hmm. so that, you know, so you didn't get tired of, you know, wing stop and pizza. And... Yeah. And, and, you know, you know, chicken steak and mashed potatoes. Uh, and beans and wieners are another good one. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a good vegetable there. There's some sugars there. A little. I was hot dogs and mac, mac and cheese. I was hot dogs and mac and cheese. I didn't do the beans. You were, you were huge mac and cheese. Huge mac and cheese. never yeah. did the beans. The beans were Where did soda fit in? Where did Dr. Thunder fit into this nutritional? Uh, where did. Well, you didn't. You, you guys didn't. Where did Squirt fit in? Are you out what? of your mind? Are you out of your what? mind? You got it, a, well, I used to steal your Diet Pepsi when there was no other soda left. Well, you had to steal the Diet Pepsi because I didn't want you drinking Diet Pepsi. I never <laughs> we wanted had you more soda in our basement. We had more soda in our basement than Wawa's Under have the in steps. their refrigerators. <laughs> I don't remember you guys drinking much in the way of soda. We, I guarantee we remember yeah. it. I remember Every time soda, you ordered... That was the deal at Georgia. You get two large pizzas for uh, That's exactly a free, free <laughs> two-liter or whatever your choice was. Jason gets a large, and you get a free two-liter. Listen, yeah, it your, mother and I the, your mother and I fought with the dog for the crust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Travis was much more into milk, and Jason drank a lot of water. Yeah. Nice. You heard it. Pizza what? and hockey, guys. That'll get you to the NFL right there. What was uh, pizza's a good a good food? Peanut butter and jelly is a great food. <laughs> I love PB and J's. Still one of my favorites. PB and J's still a banger. I eat what? I eat Uncrustables every single game day. Same. At least like five of them. It's Same. ridiculous that it's one of the it's one of the snacks in the locker yeah. pregame no, and in middle of the game. Sports science. They're so good. What do uh, the people listening need to know about NFL? Uh, being a parent of an NFL player, you got anything unique that you can think of? Oh, I don't. I don't know so much unique. I would. Uh, 
I'm sure people have heard the same thing from a lot of a lot of different NFL players. Uh, you gotta you gotta support them. You uh, you there's absolutely nothing you can do to to soothe their 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 bruised not just their bruised egos but their hurt feelings and miserable. I mean, you lose a game, you feel like shit. No, when you're a kid, you lose a game. Okay. You come home. You get a Capri Sun at the we end. We get know. a movie and we go get ice cream. You know what I mean? Get some Dr. Thunder. Try to throw it in a glass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get some Dr. Pepper that nobody drinks. <laughs> um, with, with, you know, with guys in the NFL, there's nothing you can do except you just be there, you know? Yeah. How you feeling? Hopefully, you know, that's, that's one of the things you got to be prepared for because you are totally powerless in that, in that regard. Well, I got to tell you. If uh, the I, other thing you got you got to be very thankful that they have good friends, and and oh, you guys nice. both have good good friends, not just on the team. I do appreciate you recognizing our friends. Uh, growing up in Cleveland Heights, I love telling everybody about the multiculture, the the difference in social class, the difference in race. Um, and how tight-knit of a community it really is and how everybody supports each other. I got such a great understanding of a lot of different walks of life because of my upbringing, because of how much you guys accepted everyone in the community just as much as they accepted us. And um, I'm still close with all my friends today. I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer, and they've helped me you know, become who I am just as much as uh, anybody else. So I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you said that. We got to get the Kelsey family secrets. All right. Is it Kelsey Family Secrets or is it Kels Family Secrets? Which Why in it, the Dad? world did you change your name out of nowhere and now we are Kelsey? I, I never I never changed my name out of nowhere. Okay. Well let's talk about it. Why why do we why did we think that our name was Kelsey for the first tw- how many how long, Trev? Twenty four years? Twenty five. Twenty five years. Twenty five years of our, or twenty seven years of my life, twenty five of Trev. I got tired of, of, of correcting people. It's a good reason to stop. Yeah, it's as good as I've heard. So you changed your entire family's name over uh, no, generations. No, didn't change anybody's name. Because you were tired of name. correcting people. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Kelsey please. has a nice time out though. But that doesn't explain why we thought it was Kelsey. Like I could understand you got tired of correcting people, so you like whatever. Yeah. It's All right. So tell everybody why did say, we think it I'm was say, Kelsey? I'm gonna say these kids the because I never because I never I, I never because your mother thought it was Kelsey. Why did she think it was Kelsey? Because that was the name that I went by at work. That was my work name. All right. There we go. Everybody at work did that, and so I just said, fine. We'll just screw this. Okay. I'm going to do that. My dad would get calls or would call in to get extra work as an auxiliary cop, mm-hmm. and he would always say, hey, this is Kelsey. You got anything for me? Got it. Should we go by Kels or Kelsey? Do whatever you want. I did. <laughs> About as fair of a fucking a, I've heard. <laughs> fucking a, man. I'm gonna go by both. How about that? Fuck. I'm going by Kelsey. Don't call me Kelsey. Another inside the Kelsey uh, household secret we got to get to is why were you trying so hard to communicate with aliens? <laughs> <laughs> I had, you know, the, the the internet was such a great thing because suddenly I could read stuff about anything and everything. Mm-hmm. And I come across a story about SETI, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Intelligence, yes. And they were it's intelligence. Right they there. were basically they with those telescopes. Oh, you know, you saw the movie Contact, right? No. You know, where Jody fought, or well, it's, it's who's that? Got the the arrays, the scout, the 
the audio telescope or dishes trying to hear stuff going on out in outer space. So and these guys saw a movie and decided to do just that? No, no. They were doing this before the movie. Okay. I got you. Okay. All right. They've been doing this a long time. All they're doing is listening. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of noise coming from space. A sure. lot of noise. Now, most of it is you know, there's a lot of white noise, a lot of stuff that yeah. is just random shit. But it's one of the reasons they think that... One of the reasons they think about the Big Bang, right? You know, I don't know. I shouldn't, I haven't. I I think they say that. Yeah, whatever. But they, uh, Pangea. SETI would would get, (laughs) would get uh, people that would donate their computer time where they were Mm -hmm. using the computer. Because they might have, you know, a thousand computers hooked up in their network. Because I signed on to a network and went to bed. Sure. And, and uh, overnight, they would be using the computing power of a boatload of network computers to analyze the noise coming from space. And it was, this was just all math calculations, is what it was. And what, they're, tama, lo- tama, what tama, they were looking tama, for... Tama, 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 they were looking for... A re- so a every night, only during the night, they were recording sounds from well, they were our... recording sounds all... No, they were recording sounds all along. But to take that recording... So every time I went into that room at night, it was recording the sounds coming out of that room? It, no, no, no. no uh, they were space. recording <laughs> sounds from space. Jason. What they were doing every night, you were hearing those sounds... As I was a teenager? Well, could, um, Dad, Dad yeah. did they ever call you and say, hey, we're done using your computer for data because all we're getting from your computer is fucking virus after virus after virus. This is, it is getting, it's screwing no. up our database. And <laughs> No, no, nothing like that. They, they was... eventually stopped because computers got so, computers got so powerful so quick. They heard too many they, aliens. You know, they, could, they didn't need my computing powder to analyze these math, the math coming out of these sounds. Gotcha. So, what was the plan if you heard like somebody like, "Hey, I'm an alien"? <laughs> Did you call SETI? Like, yo, what the fuck was that? What was it? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? What was that? Gotta know. Did they have a log that like told you exactly what they thought it was? There would there would be th- no. There's nothing that I ever heard, and, and I never questioned anybody. But there were always, you know. Uh, Every morning or every th- every third or fourth morning, you would get an, an, uh, an email that would tell you, well, here's what your computer did the last couple of nights, worked on this sound coming from who's it, what's it, and yeah, we didn't find anybody. <laughs> but, uh, when was the last time you stole music from the library? <laughs> you, this is what i'm saying you and jason are the exact same person because jason actually did this with our xbox when xbox 360 came out the original xbox that we had jason and i think it was nolan plunkett uh, yeah nolan went yeah, nolan and reprogrammed went yeah. reprogrammed the xbox so yeah. that you could actually download games onto games, the hard drive yes. Burn so so Jason took your method of going and taking library CDs, but his method was go to Blockbuster and get all the video games at Blockbuster and download them onto. The, so we were playing games that we I didn't even know we had, but we were renting for. <laughs> Why are you snitching? 
25. What do you Why mean you snitched, snitched on dad? I, I'm just letting everybody know you two are the same exact fucking well, person. Well, talking about what dad did wasn't illegal. His taxes paid for that. For what I did, going to Blockbuster well, and, and doing and, that, that's... And I was going and getting getting CDs that were albums I had already purchased. All of the, There's no yeah. chance. There's no chance you oh, like, all those albums. You're talking about... <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> No, you're saying no at some point have bought that much Chicago. You're saying There's no some, chance. <laughs> you're saying at some point in life you had purchased them at some point, or you're saying yes. you purchased them? Yeah, all right. Okay. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. All right. Do you all think right, aliens are on Earth right now? Uh, are they among us? Are they among us? Uh, Do we I have alien know. DNA within us? You think? Yeah, I would. I would think. Who is smarter between Travis and I? <laughs> no way. No way. No. Step you've already, already answered said it. This you've already answered you've already this. already said Step it. I'll just say it to the world. I, I deny it. Tell him. I deny Tell it. What? what? I deny what? it. I said it. I'm not going Have there. you changed your mind? Because you can't deny. I, I don't know what you're talking about. What? You got any you witnesses? See me? You see Wow. We're well, talking to two of them. Now, now we got treason and liars in the Kelsey family. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, my dad <laughs> told Jason I was way smarter than him. And he did. All because he, he put together a, a Lego set. This is true. Listen, I don't need instructions. All right? All right. Just show, just show me the show Just me show the, the box. box. Just, just show me. <laughs> give me a picture. I could write my own directions, man. All right, Dad, I got, I got. No, I got. Before we get to the outro, I got to ask you one question. It's about the the Kelsey Sports Complex that we grew up in our house. What is your favorite house wrecking story? Like the the story, like uh, breaking something in the house. One of us doing something that that you had to then you know when you sold it had to fix up the house to be able to sell it. What's your favorite one? Oh, I don't know. If there's a favorite. There's so many. There was a. <laughs> One of the things I remember the most, there are two, there are two broken window stories I will never forget. One is Give Jason's coming into, Jason comes into the house with a lacrosse stick mm-hmm. and goes to drive a shot right into the couch, misses yeah. right out the, the window. I was, on, I was working on my behind the back shot. <laughs> Didn't break one, broke the broke the, the window and the store. There goes straight through, boom. If you okay. want to score, you got to throw it hard. <laughs> The other one was, was, and I still can't believe I fell for this hook, line, and sinker. I go up into the living, I go up into the computer room, and the vacuum is in the computer room. <laughs> and I'm thinking, and I yell Gee. for Travis because I know he's done something. And he says to me, he says, "I was eating a bag of chips up there, and I know I'm not allowed to eat by the computer, so I cleaned it okay. up." Go a week later, I go to plug something to the back of the computer. There's glass everywhere. Okay. And I'm thinking, what the hell? Then it's like a light goes off. Glass back here, vacuum over there, open the blinds, there's no window. (laughs) Travis! Good detective work right there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tells you you how good I was cleaning. What happened? This gets better. This gets better. Then, then Travis comes up and says, yeah, I, I broke the window. So how did you break the window? He said, well, I was, uh, 
I was trying to throw the football over the house like you nah, did, and I missed. No, nah, nah, it wasn't the football, Pops. You had I know, just I know. got I'm me. I'm getting there. Oh, this is what I was I, – I told you two this lies? This is what you told – you told me that lie, and I'm thinking, you know, not much I can do because he's trying to mimic what I did because, you know, a few weeks earlier – I thrown a football over the house. Remember you guys in the front yard waiting for that bomb to come down? Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, that's one of our favorite things to do. Yeah, and uh, throw the football over okay. the house. Okay, this can't go I can't wrong. yell at him. <laughs> Tried to throw the football over the house, hit a window. Now we fast forward. You guys are both at UC. Jason's last year in college. No, Jason maybe maybe even be in the league that he's come back to watch Travis his last season. And I'm telling this story about Travis throwing the football over the house, trying to mimic me. And you guys both start laughing at me. <laughs> and then Travis says, no, that wasn't, that wasn't it either. So what happened? <laughs> Daly and I were trying to hit golf balls over the house with baseball bats. <laughs> and I set a fucking line drive rocket right into the computer room window, man. <laughs> This brings up a question that maybe you will but answer. It was, you who, had just... who was more honest between Travis and I? Who, who, oh, was, you. who was you? You You'll answer no that one right away, though. No revenge or much about it. You would, and, and that started at a very young age. You would tell the truth no matter what, and you got in trouble for it, but you still tell the truth. Who got Travis who got would more... sit on the Travis would sit on the countertop with the cookie jar open, chocolate chips smeared all over his face. Holding a cookies out, they didn't cookies. <laughs> <laughs> who was a who was a better student? Who was who was who? Was, I would say this. Jason. Who was Jason? Jason was a better student. Okay. A better. Who student was more well behaved? Who was more well behaved? Oh, you were. Yeah, you were, but but you were. See, but this is this is this is this is not true though. <laughs> Travis just guys. lied about it. He was the good guy. equally as bad. He just lied. <laughs> no, Jason, Jason trouble in school was he would do something wrong and then argue with whoever was complaining at school. That's right. Travis would get caught doing something wrong and he, oh, I'm sorry, Miss B. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> sorry. You know, should have never did yeah. that. Look at these uh, puppy dog I, guys. Yeah, I'm all over TikTok. <laughs> Don't suspend me. <laughs> I ain't got nothing else, Pops. Last question. What was more memorable? Our birth, our draft day, or our first Super Bowl that we both Your won? birth. No ifs, ands, or buts. That's not even close. I mean, it's a sight. It's, I mean, it's, it's, a lot going on there. <laughs> yeah. The, the birth. Vis the visually, birth. I mean, it's burned into your head. <laughs> no, 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 it, and it, uh, it's exciting is not necessarily something that you're looking at, but it's something you're experiencing in the birth of a child, and you know that, you know that yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm trying to be funny, I'm not, I don't know if it's working. Pops, you got any, uh, you got any final thoughts, or, Do you have uh, any questions for us? We've been asking you questions yeah. the whole time. Do you have any questions for us? Uh, no. You don't want to know which parent we love more? No. I forgot to ask mom this. This is how I know mom loved you more is I got Skechers and you always got uh, no, no, Jason. The new she Jordans. got those Skechers for me too. I just politely asked mom to take those back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's uh, <laughs> Travis was always with... Travis. Travis was into fashion at a very young age. Jason didn't give a shit what he had on as long as he could get out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> I used what, to. Uh, you, what 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 number jersey is that you're out? You got on. What number this is the. Uh, 18. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder oh, who he's yeah. rooting for. This. I wonder who he's rooting for. 
Sorry. No, Shane. we can't see oh, the back. Dad, we can't we see the back. We don't play for the name on the back. We play for the name on the front, Dad. <laughs> I like that both parents have your name on the front. <laughs> your jersey on the front. Hey, there he is. We see it. This We see the 6 L. Jason right, wore 60 we in college. It. I wore number 18. What are your thoughts on bread bowls? <laughs> is Waffle House a diner? Waffle House? No. Uh, it's a Waffle House. I don't I don't know. The, uh, sure. No, knew it. I, I, I am the beholder. Knew it. That, that people don't understand this. Art, my my most vivid memory of you growing up was you sitting in front of the living room, whatever night it was that Jeopardy came on. It might have been every fucking night. I'm not even sure, but you would sit there and you would house about I want to I want to say roughly between fifteen and thirty buffalo wings, Chicken and wings. you yep. would have <laughs> a half gallon of blue cheese, and. You would Be do this the entire time, drenched in sweat, locked in on the on the TV, and just rapid fire answer, 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 and you would be sweating bullets as I sweat. And I was like, "Why is he sweating?" And then I grew up and I started eating wings like that, and uh, and uh, I started sweating, and I realized it's a Kelsey thing. Our, yeah. Our our boneless wings, chicken wings. No. What are they? They're, they're processed meat to squeeze together in a patty. Huh. Jeopardy answer. answer. It's a Jeopardy there answer. You yeah, you forgot to answer it in the form of a question. That is wrong. Okay. Ed Kelsey, <laughs> next. <laughs> what, are ground up chicken, what are ground up chicken li- lizards and guts? <laughs> uh, they call that in Kansas City chicken spadini. Well, I got one more question for you, big guy. Is a Kelsey yes. Bowl, is one Kelsey Bowl enough? Or do we need we need to run why this thing you, back next what year? What are you guys talking about? Do we need to run this thing back next why year? Is this, why are you asking Come on, this how question? fun was this year? We should do this again. I hate to admit yeah, it. Come on. <laughs> you about hate that. to admit it. I, I hate to admit it, but yeah, I've thought about that a lot. Gee, I hope they could do this again next year. Man, it's been a fun ride, that's for sure. Pops, we love you. You guys, thank you. Love you guys. Love you guys. And love you, uh, to everybody out there, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, Jason's officially playing next year uh, to see if we can do this again. Um, I can't wait. That about wraps up the very special Kelsey. Uh, episode edition uh, with both of our parents of New Heights. Thank you, Mom and Dad, for both stopping by. Dad, thank you again. <laughs> thank you guys for having us. And thank you, Good Morning America, for featuring this episode of New Heights. How about that? Just All right now. Didn't know we were doing nice. okay. We'll be right back this Thursday with a definitive Kelsey Bowl preview episode. Reminder to vote for our fan base name. We'll review the winning vote on that show. Hold on, before we do this, what should we ask him about what fan base name he likes? No, it's all right. No? Okay. Do, they're going to put a poll on Twitter. That You can vote on Twitter. I'll vote on Twitter. All right. Which one do you like? Now I'm curious. I, uh, I'm trying to remember. Which, uh, 92%ers. There's got- four options 92%ers, hooligans. Newbies or jabronis? I'm a hooligan. Hooligan? All right. Hooligan. There's there's Dad's opinion. Watch and subscribe on YouTube to the New Heights channel and listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Well, you heard the man, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, New Heights is a Jukes original brought to you by Wave Sports and Entertainment. 
Don't forget to follow the show at all social media platforms at New Heights Show with one S for fun clips throughout the week. Don't forget to check us out on Thursday. And thanks to our production for always making us look easy and now making our parents look extremely entertaining. <laughs> so we thank, thank you guys big thanks, time. Guys. And shout out to uh, the, the new following. And please uh, check out the polls to figure out what we're going to call the fan base here at New Heights. We, we love you guys. Pops. Love Peace. you guys. Bye-bye. Love you, Dad. Love you.